everybody sit down, grab a cup of coffee or beer, because we are here for another episode of Punch Drunk Nerd. That's right. My name is Luis Gonzalez. With me is Miguel Sanchez and Ed Bull. Yes, and we are here at Punch Drunk Nerd, ready to talk about nerd shit. Now, this week is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we don't have a movie discussion this week, but if you do want to listen to Doctor Strange uh, discussion uh, about the Northmen or everything, everywhere, all at once, Moon Knight finale, go back to our last podcast. You can listen to that because in this podcast, we got we are filled with nerd news. Okay, we're just moving on over. We had a slow uh, releases of movies this week that we didn't want to cover. So we're just going to spend all of our time on the news. I think we got like, I don't know, double or triple the news uh, stories this week. Uh, so we're going to do that. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to go uh, talk about what we're into. You know, it could be a book. It could be a, a, a new album. It could be a show. Who knows? Wait and find out. Now, we're going to speed right through this and we're going to jump in because it's Marvel's She-Hulk. Okay. She just dropped and she is here. Uh, this legal comedy is coming out August 17th. With nine episodes, you guys saw the trailer. What'd you guys think? Yeah, I, I thought it looked uh, it, I thought it looked fun. Uh, the, I think the biggest thing that the internet jumped all over was the of CGI course. looked a little wonky. Yeah. Uh, but you know, as we've said many times, you know what I mean. It's just not a finished product. You're gonna see it when it comes out. It'll look a lot better, I'm sure. Yeah. It's like three uh, months away, right? Yeah. August. Yeah. Yeah. So they got time. They got time. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but it looks fun. I like I like the premise that she's a, a lawyer for superheroes, or she, yeah, I think at least yeah. that's how I interpreted it. I think so. Yeah, um, I, I wasn't sure if it was just like a legal battle against superheroes, but I feel like that was the whole point of a, a civil war or whatever. So she must be just like regular uh, superhero lawyer. I think that's cool. Yeah, or well, supers, cool right? Because I, what I got from the trailer is that she could be potentially. Uh, representing abomination i think that's yeah. what they're yeah insinuating so, so kind of just like people of a super or mutant uh persuasion yeah uh no yeah i know that you there's like all obviously everyone's talking like the main point is uh dis distractingly point is how bad the cg looks on her and how it can feel like a little cartoony or you could feel that mm -hmm. it's not really there um you know, I think it's a Disney Plus show, and I think they're not going to have the VFX the same as other ones. But honestly, for some yeah. reason, in this show, I don't care. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm drinking the Marvel juice. Obviously, I'm a big Marvel fan. But uh, I, for some reason, I'm just like, fuck it. Like, what a weird thing that we're getting a She-Hulk, you know? And it's already difficult yeah. as it is, like, for it to be a movie. And the fact that we're getting a TV show, everyone's trying their damnest. You know, we're trying our hardest <laughs> to do this thing. Uh, and I think Hulk looks good because they're probably reusing some of his like, yeah, stuff from the past, so they can re easily integrate that in. But man, that yeah. that looks hard. That looks tough. I mean, you got to replicate a whole moving human being a as a main character at at for a di for a TV show. I think knowing all these things, I'm gonna excuse that and be okay with it for a little bit. For me personally, you know, um, I'm looking forward to the fact that it's like a like a comedy, like a legal comedy. We'll see how far it really leans into it. But I actually dug into. The showrunner, the writer and director, Jessica Gao is the writer, and she's the showrunner, and she did uh, stuff like Rick and Morty, Silicon Valley, nice. the show Corporate, um, and what else did she do? She did Robot Chicken, and even like kid shows like Big Time Rush. Um, so you know she has the range to kind of like take some comedy and make it Marvel Disney Plus friendly. Um, sure. You know, and I like that she's a writer of 
Rick and Morty in Silicon Valley. So I'm hoping to see some of that flavor in this show. Um, and then the director, Kat Koiro, I looked her up on IMDb and um, she directed uh, Dead to Me on Netflix. Um, she did a couple episodes. Of, she did an episode of Shameless, The Mick, um, oh, nice. an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So it seems like she has, it's always sunny, yeah. modern family. So it oh, seems okay. like she has some like experience. Shows. Yeah. It seems like she has some obviously comedy experience. So it, they look like they really grabbed some like good people to lead the charge. So um yeah, I mean good good uh good finds like that makes me interested in a, in the show. I didn't know this. Uh, Luis, I mean, you read more comics than I do, but um I are they cousins? Are they family members like Hulk and yeah. She-Hulk in the comics? Yeah, they're cousins and uh she uh, something happens where uh, Bruce has to give her give her him his blood, mm. and so because of the blood transfusion, it ignites uh, like you know the, that Hulk feature, but a little bit differently, you know. But I because think in this one, like full Hulk, a little exactly, yeah. And Hulk. I think in, I think in this one, uh, I was reading somewhere that there's a shot of a car being flipped around, mm-hmm. falling down the hill, and I think that could be you know maybe what brought her to the hospital um, that needed got it, got it, got it. kind of like the blood uh some some blood from her cousin so yeah man i don't know it looks fun looks exciting it's like the the somebody was saying online the horniest version of marvel so far you know <laughs> a little bit a little yeah. bit this is gonna get this is definitely gonna get weird um but yeah. that's how she that's how i think like i i haven't read too much of she hulk stuff uh, but when you look at She-Hulk, it, it does carry this like kind of you know iconic, you know, look to it that I think that they're translating Trying into to the show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I just mean like uh, how audiences are going to take it. it uh, I know like, it's a fine line, especially if they're going to delve into the dating world mm-hmm. of She-Hulk, uh, which see, it seems like a fun element. But you know, some nerds out there are weirdos. Uh, not us, not us, but, um, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting, like, uh, you know, sexualizing, like, avatars and shit like that, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. (laughs) Unless I've just made it with, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh yeah, I I want a big, tall green lady to carry me to bed. Uh, wink, wink. That was one of my favorite parts of the trailer. It was hilarious, yeah. Uh, no, but, you know, um... Anyway, not to like, I it was just something weird that I thought whilst watching it a second time. I was just like, uh, there's going to be just like some weird responses to this all around. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, I'm excited. Like, I'm I'm a fan of the Hulk, and I wish we had had another Hulk movie by now. But um, hey, well, you know, it's hard because of the whole deal with Universal. Universal, they, yeah, those yeah. bastards. But hey, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. I don't know. Another series. I, you know, I was saying this last week about Doctor Strange. You know, it's nice when they pair up uh, certain superheroes together for, for yeah. movies. I kind of feel like Hulk, it's kind of worked in Marvel's favor. Hulk can be in all of these other properties. Yeah. And you don't have to spend so much time doing a Hulk movie. I don't think, you know, I don't know about other people. I'm never really like itching for a, a Hulk movie. I feel like we've gotten a lot of his arc throughout the different movies and stories. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, you know, I I was I watched trailer a couple times, and then and then I was watching something on YouTube, and that ad came up of She Hulk, and you know, anytime an ad comes up on YouTube, I'm like, skip, 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 skip. 
And this one, I was like, well, fuck it. I'll watch it again. Sure, why not? I just watched the whole thing. And I was like, all right, I'm, give, I'm giving this YouTuber some sense, you know, after watching it. But it's a fun trailer. I think it was like, it's a fun, it's a fun little watch they put together. Um, yeah, again, obviously there's that some weird motion stuff, but I'm okay. Oh, and, and also, I didn't realize this, but the girl from, I think, New Girl is uh, supposedly oh, the villain. The bad guy. Yeah. Which one? Wait a second. Is it from New Girl or is it? Uh, no, not New Girl. Who, who am I thinking uh, of? Uh, the Good Place. The Good Place. Yes, The Good Place. My goodness. Please don't hate me, everybody. Uh, yeah, The Good Kristen Place. Kristen Bell? Yeah. No. No. Um, <laughs> I don't watch A Good I'm, Place. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. blanking. I'm blanking on her name. Now I'm going to have to look it up just real quick. She's British, right? Or she plays uh, British. Jamil, something. Jimmy. J- Jamil. I'm going to look it up. Uh, good. Ja- Jamila Jamil. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You beat me to it. There you go. Yeah, so she's supposed she's, to be the bad guy. Yeah, so if you like The Good Place, you know, she's going to be in this as well. It's going to be a fun, good Ed. time. Yeah. Ed, you've never yes. seen Good Place? No, probably a couple of episodes with you and Kristen one time. Fair enough. You should watch uh, the first season. That's what I tell everyone. You'll If you watch, I don't remember how many episodes it is, and I know it's kind of tough to commit to a whole season but they're only like 20 minute 30 minute episodes and uh at the end of that first season you'll know i either want to keep watching or i won't yeah you know what i mean sure 50 episodes uh sarah and i need a new sitcom to it's easy you should watch it man it's a good one i like it and i think i think it ends strongly too okay uh and you know also sorry luis was talking about silicon valley earlier ed i'm always pushing that show silicon valley is good that's a good one too I love I that show. I mean, every season is TV list. You need to quit your job and just watch a bunch of TV. All right, <laughs> man. Yeah, if, I mean, if someone would just sponsor us, you know what I mean, we could do it. Exactly. Somebody could sponsor me and, and let me just watch TV all day long. I'd love yeah. you. I'd kiss you. Um, Considering yeah. some of the stupid influencers out there, you know, just pay me to watch movies. Fuck it. Keep me happy. <laughs> you keep you happy. It's content uh, and TV shows. You know, uh, yeah. like yeah. We don't cost much. You know what I mean? We no. just need a couple bucks here and there. Keep us no, afloat. Pennies on the dollar you can get us. Yeah. Like, I just put my Criterion subscription on hold for a couple of months. You know. Look at this you poor man. This watching... poor man put his Criterion collection on hold. Will you please save him? Will you please send us money? Uh, you know, like, send it to our Do Venmo you know... account. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to convince your partner to watch these artsy fartsy uh, yeah. foreign language or whatever classic movies? It's... It's very hard. So, uh, yeah, you know, unless we just want to drift apart, you know, if you want my relationship to be in a good place, pay for my criterion. There you go. <laughs> At Punch Drunk Nerd. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, you know, give us money, but there are a lot of shows that are not getting money uh, this oh. next upcoming season. They're calling it the Red Wedding of TV shows. Because uh, a lot wow. of shows got canceled. Uh, about 19 broadcast TV shows got canceled. 10 specifically at CW, which was huge uh, for the CW. I'm going to list those off here if I can find them. For the good Lord, where I can find them. Okay, so, so the CW, we're losing... What, what is this show? 4,400? 4,400? I don't know. There could yeah, be many ways to say that. 4,400? Okay. <laughs> you know that show? You, 
I, I know of it. I've never watched it. Okay. I know it's called I, the 4400. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, thank you. We have an, <laughs> we have an expert on board. The 4400. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, uh, is gone. Charmed is gone. DC Legends of Tomorrow. Dynasty wow. in the Dark. Legacies. Naomi, which just started, I remember. And Roswell, New Mexico. Um, and yeah. I, and I wow. was looking into this, why it was happening. And I guess what happened is, um, Netflix previously paid them a billion dollars for streaming rights, and that contract ended in 2019. And so, uh, and you know, they were giving all their content to them. And Warner Brothers and CBS, who make CW, they um, want to put those shows on their platforms. You know what I mean? They want to yeah. put it on HBO Max, and they want to put it on Paramount Plus, their own personal library. Yeah. But without Netflix and without foreign sales, all those things have dried it up and they just like can't afford making these shows anymore. So yeah, it's just, it's just different time. And then also we know what we all know. Warner brothers is going through some changes because discovery bought Warner brothers. And so they're like, you know, making some changes over there, but yeah, it's crazy time, man. Crazy time for all these shows getting canceled. Um, I didn't watch any of those shows. So, not not one show did you mention that I was like not, one, not even the forty four thousand fifty show. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. What a loss! Um, what a loss! Yeah, it's it's a sad time, but it's gonna be okay. We got more streaming services. We got more shows. We're just trying to barely keep up. Uh, I can't move even on. keep up. I have yeah, to cancel we're, one. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're living in the dark timeline, everybody. Okay. I know. That's it's right. like we're having to make some like real choices. It's like which uh, which streaming site am I going to keep? Oh fuck me, I don't know. Okay, so uh, you know we what was it? we were talking on text messaging earlier the, this past week about uh, Lego Optimus Prime coming out, and yes. Miguel, you were like, oh, I love uh, you know, I love it when nerds just spend money on bullshit. What, what yeah, did you say? Poor financial decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they these things are so expensive. Yeah, I mean, this thing is oh no, I think it's hundred and sixty nine dollars, which is a bargain as far as big Lego sets go. That's not that bad, I guess. It's not that bad, you know. And I had okay, so I got uh, I like twenty dollars sets. I like them because they're really easy and cheap. And then I got my <laughs> Batman set. Mobile. It was a hundred bucks. I was shocked by that. I was like, okay, I'm definitely gonna get that. But when I saw this is a one sixty nine, I was like, I don't know. I, I guess. I'm just gonna miss out. What would on be it, your you know? max, Luis? What would be your max? Like, what would be really... the set? What would be the set that takes you there? Honestly, I'm gonna tell you what. I I thought a hundred dollars was it, but after watching the YouTube video of this and reviews for this Optimus Prime, I think one sixty nine ninety nine might be my new limit. Okay, <laughs> because I wasn't gonna get it, but after watching it, I'm probably gonna it get it. It looks this. pretty cool. That's cool. It looks really cool. I mean, I as a kid used to get those Power Ranger Transformers Zord, Zords. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I I loved how they transformed. I loved how they came together. And they did not man. easily, by the way. But it was like, fun. Uh, you know, it was fun. Yeah. I like I used to work at Toys R Us back in the day, and uh, I got a couple of Transformers at the height of the the, the Michael Bay movie. Michael Bay movies, and uh, oh. yeah, once you piece them together, though. Like I'm afraid to, yeah, you know, break well, them down again. Yeah, well, the I think because the Power Ranger ones I got were, I mean, 
back in the original Mighty Morphin ones. You know what I mean? So oh, those the ones were, that click together. They click together. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You can mm-hmm, you feel mm-hmm. so good when they click, click, click. Yeah. Uh, and and this Lego set is like iconic Optimus Prime. You know, it's yeah. very clear. It's not the muddled look that you get from the Michael Bay stuff. No, um, sure. And the way that the guy transformed it, like it, it's functional. It works. Um, it's pretty damn cool. And he was saying how there's, it, they have very limited uh, special pieces on it. And a lot of it is like the classic brick pieces. And I was like, all right, Mr. Fancy Man. Uh, but I don't know, man. And the guy, okay, so what's really cool about this is um, this is a Hasbro product, Transformers, you know? Yeah. It's two like different companies coming together. And I guess the guy who has designed this Lego, his name's Joseph Patrick. He designed this thing. And he used to work for Hasbro making Transformer toys. So oh. he, he joined, I guess he's like now in Lego. And I guess he somehow, you know, had the experience. Maybe he said, hey, guys, we should do this. Um, but either way, I think that's why it looks so good. Because he used to work on it, too. Um, yeah, man. It's fun. I, I, I'm yeah. glad every time... Even if I'm like not a huge, like the biggest fan of whatever theme they go with, like the great thing about Lego is that they keep coming out with these, uh, you know, pop culture sets that, you know, exclusive, you know, you don't have to buy the whole world of Harry Potter or Star Wars or whatever. You've got these exclusive, like, Transformer sets. You've got the Titanic, you've got the Ghostbusters car, like the original one and the new one. Uh, the Batmobile, you know, like the legit one, the Tim Burton one. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm ready for the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang version. <laughs> I, I would love that. And, like, if that is what got me to work with Lego, I'm going to design it one Ed. day. Yes. Oh, that's a dream, dude. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I love that for you. Now I I want that for you, dude. I love that journey for you. Yeah, let's get a Uh, campaign going. Let's get like the Aston Martin. The the gadgets on that thing were so fun. Like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with the extended wings or the floaty uh the 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 yeah, you know, and the propellers. (laughs) Like it would be beautiful. Uh the way they're doing Lego these days, they can make it shiny and what have you. Uh I don't know. And I wanted to ask. Yeah, you uh, you asked Luis what his limit was. Now I got to know what yours is. How, what's your limit? Like, how much would you spend on Lego today, right it's, now? Today, like two fifty would be my, but like it would have to be like <laughs> highly premeditated. You know what I mean? Right. Like I knew I was going it. It wouldn't be like a, just like a spontaneous splurge. Like no. it would be something I ever saved for, or like got a bonus for, or got like, like half the money for a gift. Yeah, like. I I couldn't do it willy nilly. Uh, like if I was just like out of pocket, a hundred max. Uh, but okay, like that's, that's I have to put it in perspective. Uh, two of my sets were two hundred and fifty. Three no How okay. About, the what? highest I went was three hundred, which was the Tower Bridge. <laughs> Ed, uh, that was like a one time deal when I was like in the oil field and single. Oh, right. You know what I mean? So much money. Um, <laughs> so much money when you're single. But like, uh, so the Jurassic Park gate was two fifty. That's a deal. Do you ever, do you ever have like a a day where you're like, you're like, ooh, money's a little tight today, and you look at those big ass Legos on your wall, and you're like, why did I do that? (laughs) No, I have never felt regret for buying a Lego. That's good. That's good. Because, like I said, it's usually premeditated. That's right. 
like even the small sets like i'm like okay i could afford this let me do this you know what sometime sometime during the week you should give us like a little tour of all your legos on instagram live or yeah something. yeah gladly the people uh, want to see it uh, like this this is tells you my restraint there was one set recently that i really desperately wanted for a couple of years um was the barracuda bay and lego lovers will know what i'm talking about it's basically a pirate lego island which pirate lego is my shit like um i am collecting pieces so i can build like a mega pirate ship oh and uh anyway so this pirate ship it was 200 bucks and it could uh it was a pirate island with like a saloon and everything and it could you could take three pieces out and actually build a pirate ship separately of the island and cool. pieced it together uh like no problem really wanted it and now it's discontinued oh no. so, so now you can only find it starting from what i've seen only at like 350 and like what sucks was is last year i tried to be a good boy on my birthday and I went for the Aston Martin DB5. I can't believe I'm going through all this. But uh, anyway, I got the Aston Martin DB5, which is $50 cheaper. Good for you. And I was just like, you know what? I don't need it. It'll be around for a bit. Oh, yeah. And then, like, of course, a year, not even a year later, it's discontinued. Wait, so yeah. how long? How long? Did, oh, go ahead, Miguel. No, 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 no. I was just going to say this even more so now. I've got a fire within me that's like, yeah. let's get at a job at Lego, okay? You're gonna you're gonna get all the discontinued shit because they're gonna be like, oh here it is, it's right here. Oh yeah, right here we have so many. You're our uh, best we just employee. Like to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I think that would be a dream job working with Lego, just oh. creating Lego sets. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of you guys as favorite movies. Here's a Saving Private Ryan set. You know, here's all a... the guts coming out. You know, the Lego <laughs> pieces. <laughs> Like they could swing like, around, you know, just like uh, a Lego guy carrying his Lego arm around, yeah. you know. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. How, how long did like Lego pieces uh, stay out? Like sets stay stay, you know, selling. Uh, you know? It really depends. It's not so like pirates were discontinued. Like that theme was discontinued a long time ago. But like every couple of years, they'll come out with a new pirate set. Mm. Just like kinda... the Disney vault, they'll just bust it back out again. Yeah, but it won't. It'll be like an original set. It won't be like oh, a right. like a should callback, or it'll be like an improvement. Like Buccane, uh Barracuda Bay was kind of like a new rendition of like an old pirate island, you know. Um, so yeah, every couple of years, where Star Wars stuff, they tend to either cycle in and out or just uh renew every couple of years like yeah. you and with harry potter sets too you're starting to see that they're re reviving all the old harry potter sets to be more intricate and detailed and collectible i guess so i know um, my my problem yeah. with it right now is space like again oh podcast, like in the house in the house like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in some like existential uh, <laughs> I don't crisis. have the time or the space, or uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know where to put it. You know, I took out my no, Gargantos yeah. and it's in a box right now. I can't even display it. I can only display certain things because, I mean, Sarah puts up with a lot, and I could be at like my max capacity until I get my spare room changed around. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, no more big sets right here. 
yeah. put a shoving unit and put some stuff there. But I don't want to look like I'm crazy Lego man, bunch of Legos. Well, there are those people who have like pop figures. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. like just walls and wall, like the whole yes. wall is yes. just pop figure. I can't imagine getting into that, um, like into that realm because they make so many variants of the exact same character. I yeah. would just be wasting so much money on getting pop figures that, uh, uh-uh. you're talking about I Funko, think, like Funko pops. Yeah. I think I have there one, I have one Funko pop and that's it, but I can't go down that obsession route. Rabbit hole. Yeah. Get a little because bit you, of this, you, a little you, bit of that. You need an obsession route to yeah. go for like some sort of toy. Uh, no, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't, you know, it's bad like enough that I games. play video games. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember a couple Christmases ago. <laughs> I remember a couple Christmases ago. I told Kristen, I mean, this was actually like five or six ago. I told Kristen, I, you know, I want this game for Christmas. And I was telling her, I want this uh-huh. game. And um, my in-laws, uh, they asked her, you know, hey, what does Miguel want for Christmas? And she was just like, oh, he wants this video game. I didn't hear the end of that shit for a while, man. Like, my mother-in-law was just like, video games, huh? You know what I mean? And I was just like, I was. I told Kristen after that, I was like, don't ever tell them I want video games anymore. Like, from now on, that's just a me or you thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Because they, she was like Kyle as well. Like, Kyle was playing video games. Uh, Kristen, my wife's brother. Yeah, he's playing video games a lot, too. And but- I think... I think uh, Tammy was just like my mother-in-law was just kind of like you got you you boys are grown you know what I mean no. and I was Miguel, like okay I asked my in-laws one year way back when I first met them it was like the first Christmas after we decided to have baby and uh, I asked them for Phantom Thread and you know what I got the Blu-ray of Phantom Thread now you know yeah I think I could ask Tammy for a movie and she would that would not be a problem because like everyone watches movies you know what I mean something sure. about video games video games and if, especially if I was like give me a give me a toy give me a Lego you know what <laughs> I mean a toy, oh yeah. brother I would never hear the end of that shit but I, uh, I'm, I'm, gonna... just not, I'm not I'm not super into it I, I don't like yeah. the I, I don't have this like affinity for like displaying you know what I mean a bunch of like collectibles or anything like that to me I just feel like I don't know. It just feels like a waste of money for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather spend my money on something else. Roll I mean, diet, man, right? I... Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I mean, like, I'm agreeing with you. Like, who needs this pointless shit? But not no, really. It's nice yeah, to have things that make you Lego. happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I look at it I... and it makes me smile. Like you were saying earlier, I have no regrets with my Lego, and neither should you about your games. I th- thank you. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I know. I love, uh, there's certain things I like to get that's like within the realm. I have this, obviously, if you go to YouTube and uh, you see my, what's it called? Gauntlet. Mug. That's my mug. I also oh, have my beautiful. Captain America mouse pad. Oh, nice. And then also this new edition that I got here is, uh, so I have this iPhone case and I always used to get a black iPhone case but then i always lose it when i'm always trying to find it so i'm like okay i'm gonna find uh, something with a design on it what's a good design uh, what's like something i would like and this is my iron man nice. <laughs> oh, that's cool and i have a funk and you know you want the the pop socket right so i hate having a pop socket that blocks the design so i was like what yeah. can i get where the pop socket pop works with the design beautiful and pop beautiful. socket makes a marvel like um arc reactor you know the thing that goes that's in his cool. chest and so I just placed it right where on my phone it case go. it has it would go exactly. So there's an arc reactor printed on my uh, iPhone case, which is like the Iron Man suit. 
And then I just put the pop stock on top of that. And I feel that's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a nice little thing. I like to have it around. It makes me, you know, while I'm thinking about it, you got me thinking about all these like Marvel things. When I, we moved into a house a few years back and, uh, I, before Forrest was born, my son was born. Uh, I had like a man cave and it's funny that, uh, my mother-in-law was like, you shouldn't play video games. You're an adult. But when we told her that I had a man cave, she bought me a ton of Batman stuff to put on the wall. Like, yeah, I do remember that. She, she was she was being really cool and was just like she was like you like Batman so here's all this Batman stuff we bought for you and it was really nice, uh, you know that she she thought of me like that. I, I ended up not putting much of it up because again like I don't like to I don't do the whole display thing very often. Yeah. Uh, but now I have a son, so when when he gets a little older, I'm gonna put some of that stuff up on his room on his room. <laughs> yeah, as an excuse, right? There you go. All right, but so I get out of this room. Was, it's my uh, turn to be in. <laughs> I think it's funny. She was like, you shouldn't play video games, but she was like, here's all this Batman stuff. Yeah. <laughs> do you like Batman? <laughs> you know shout out tammy if she's listening shout out tammy i love you thank you for all the stuff there also you go. tammy buy him video games you know what i mean <laughs> no 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 she's welcome to do whatever she wants you guys can play uh you know battle royale together you know you can run around <laughs> i would love if my in-laws got into video games and they were like let's play <laughs> yeah yeah hop on you know squat up uh <laughs> Uh, somebody you That's don't hilarious. want to squat up with is the Predator. Uh, we got a prequel coming out. Uh, it's cr- it's crazy. It's coming out on Hulu, uh, yeah, August fifth. That was that, that, the surprise of the whole trailer for me, <laughs> dude. Exactly. <laughs> I watched the trailer and it's like only on Hulu. What? Are you serious? Yeah, dude, like a premium that... movie like that? Like an iconic film just going straight to Hulu with uh, Dan Trachtenberg directing it. Uh, I was like, okay. I watch like, it for sure. It's got potential. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I don't love the Predator series at all. Um, I, like, weirdly enough, I like that one with, like, Adrian Brody the best. That one's, yeah, uh, it's pretty good. I enjoyed that. And, and I don't know, maybe I just, like, missed the boat on it, but it was, like, when you compare it to movies like Alien, you think, oh, yeah, Alien's better. But, um... I like, I'm always up for like a different kind of premise, and this one seems like a fun premise. Uh, like, it, yeah, why not have, uh, have him go up against some Native Americans? The yeah. internet, Twitter especially, was just like, how is this going to work? You know what I mean? They've got like bows, bow and arrows, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the Predator has that like laser cannon thing from like a mile away he can shoot you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be curious to see how that, how that plays out. Well, yeah. the other thing I like... saw. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. The other thing I saw that the people were talking about the most was that it just kind of looked a little cheap. It looked like a streaming service movie. I don't know how you guys, if you guys picked up on that. Uh, you got two people walking in the woods into a field. I don't know how you can pick up that much. Uh, I wonder like when it we was... see the actual predator if he'll look. Yeah, you know what I mean. Pretty standard, or if it'll look a little janky. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I couldn't judge on that. I think they just kind of set up the the tone, and you know exactly what it is when you see the three dots coming yeah. up on her head. So yeah, I mean, I don't know how to. Yeah, this is totally one of those movies you'd be glad was on streaming service, huh? As opposed to having to go see it in theaters. Like, what yeah, if we buddy. were like, oh fuck yeah, we got to go to the theater to see the new Predator movie? You'd be like, ugh. For this premise, again, I would, I would, I wouldn't be oppo- opposed. But uh, 
it's nice yeah, that it's on know. streaming, right? The fact, yeah, yeah, like that Adrian Brody Predator I did see in theaters, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Ed, I've been getting a lot of Facebook memories this week. Um, I don't know if you remember, like, God. 13 years ago, you and me, we went and saw... No, I'm not going to embarrass you, don't worry. Uh, okay. You and me, we went and saw uh, Terminator Salvation in theaters. Uh, we got, like, an early yeah. preview to go see that movie. You did, so, yeah. You For, like, a week straight, I talked about Terminator Salvation, apparently, because, like, every day, I'm like, when is it going to pass? Like, I'm getting all these notifications, like, you really enjoyed Terminator. Fuck me. Okay, yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> <laughs> We were hyped. I, we were hyped. I, haven't even, <clears throat> I haven't even seen that movie since it came out. Like no, I because don't you know what? It was it not all. good. It was not good. No. Christian Bale's and good, it, you know. Yep. I think. Oh, okay. It was the third one then. Right? Yeah, the, yeah. No, Christian the fourth Bale. one. The no, fourth, one. fourth one. Fourth one. And it was yeah, like yeah. Sam Worthington's big movie. Right. Like, Sam Worthington had a lot of big movies. Yeah. Now he's doing Avatar again. That's <laughs> He's, oh, he must be him, so though. fucking great. That's got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that paycheck. Like James, thank you, man. Unless he Dude. dies in this one and the kids take over, wouldn't that be hilarious? <sighs> oh gosh. Oh man, I hope not for him. We'll see. Uh, too much whiskey. Yeah. I'm going on too many tangents today. You know. Sorry. You know who else? Uh, you know who else I want to see back in the action is Christopher Walken. Uh, he's joining. <laughs> he's joining Dune Part Two. Zampro Shadam. I don't even know how you pronounce his name. <laughs> yes. I hope he says that. Hello. <laughs> uh I don't so I watched the first Dune. I'm not I don't I'm not a Dune head. Uh but I you should, you know, you've used that phrase twice. Uh-huh. I didn't think it was a thing as if like people are just like, whoa, do Dune head here. Dune head alert. <laughs> Is, is that a like thing? a thing? Is I don't know. People? It just sounds oh. nice to say, doesn't it? Dune I'm not a dune head. Head. <laughs> it sounds insulting. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm not a I'm not a dune head, but No, uh... no, I'm like I'm, well you could be positive. I'm a dune head, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. not like <laughs> Like I'm I'm a head full of sand. Yeah, no. I um uh, I'm kind of new to the whole Dune uh, you know, universe. Uh I saw the I mean, first one and I didn't read the book. Uh, I'm here for the ride. I don't know much about it, um, but I think Ed, you put this in there. I mean, what's I your connection? Purely with because, uh, same as you, literally. Uh, I never saw the old movie. I've never read the book. I was just excited for the Denis Villeneuve uh, film. I thought it was really good. It was like one of my favorites of last year, and uh, so and one of the biggest things coming from that movie was I was excited for part two. Yeah. That I knew, uh, you know, inevitably would come. And also one of the more mysterious characters from that movie, like the person who set all of the action uh, and conflict into motion was the Emperor, who we didn't meet in the first movie. So uh, it's that kind of like uh, overhanging presence that we've yet to meet. And the fact that it's Christopher Walken <laughs> under the direction of Denis Villeneuve I think yeah. that's going to be an interesting pairing for sure, especially with what he did with like Stellan Skarsgård in the movie, and uh, you know, I just think it has a lot of fun potential. And I mean, Christopher Walken is, you know, getting along a bit, so he's been doing a lot of just kind of silly movies. He's in that kind of stage in his career, uh, but I think this will be fun. And he's going to be the father of Florence Pugh, who we I know we're all a fan oh. of. Yeah. Uh she's going to be his daughter in this. Um so I think there's a lot to look forward to. I mean, on top of yeah, 
like the casting is great so far. So, uh, and I'm 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 here for the stories. Like I'm on board, and I'm gonna hold off from reading the book until after the movie. But yeah, I just thought I gotta go back. News. I gotta go back and finish that first movie. I never finished it. You know what I mean? It's on HBO. I'll give it another <laughs> yeah. shot. Because I mean, you're right. Absolutely. Like, who doesn't want to see Christopher Walken? You know what I mean? I want to be ready to go. I want to make sure I'm yeah. as a galactic emperor. You know? Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. It's just like hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I I went. Yeah. It's uh, it's fun. Anyway. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for Dune Part Two, mostly because I just wanted. I felt like it definitely felt like a part one. You know, the first yeah. Dune to me, like a prologue it, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But a lot, so much happens. But yeah, it feels like a prologue. Uh, so if anything, I just hope that it delivers on its promise and it, it's fulfilling in the way that part one wasn't. But it kind of, at least totally. for me, piqued my interest. You know, yeah. you know what I can respect, even though I wasn't like a super, I wasn't a Dune head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can respect that this movie, like, kind of on paper like probably wasn't going to work. You know what I mean? Was right. not going to like reach the masses. You know what I mean? And so the fact, and, and if you think about like Blade Runner, you know what I mean? Most people really liked Blade Runner, but it also didn't do all that well. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was in theaters. So yeah. I, I think it's, you know, mad respect to, they were able to make this part one and actually like generate the hype to needed to make that second one. You know what I mean? People like loved this movie. Yeah. So, you know, I think for, for Denny, how do you say his name, Ed? Denny Villeneuve. I think for him, you know what I mean? This is a, this is a win. <laughs> this is a yeah. solid, because it's a hard sci-fi, which is like where he 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 does so well. Yeah. yeah. And for uh, audiences to really latch on to it, shout out. You know what I mean? Yeah. One up. Especially, yeah, movies like this uh, are big risk, big scale, and he's yeah. trying to go as practical as possible. Yeah. Uh, it's something to be excited for. And Denny Villeneuve has kind of proven himself with, those elements before, like with Arrival, uh, mm. Blade Runner, you know, his movies are always interesting and thought-provoking and visually stunning. So, uh, yeah, it could be his greatest achievement yet with any level. Oh. Um, we'll see. We will see. That's, that's going to be Dune Part 2. When is that coming out? Do we have a date on that? If I had to guess, it will be... 2024 at the latest. Let me look it up, dude. Really? Because they're, they're starting production this summer, but it hasn't started yet. Unless they okay. go for award season 2023. I was going to say like Christmas or something. Yeah. So IMDb has it at uh, October 20th, 2023. Expected. Ooh. We'll see. So that's, that's true. I mean, that is pretty fast. Yeah. Um, Pending the another, next pandemic. Another part two. That's coming out is Spinal Tap 2. Um, we got some people from the whole gang coming back. Ed, I think you dropped this one as well. I did. Are you guys Spinal Tap fans at all? I mean, I remember watching it so long ago that it's faded yeah. from my memory like in Inside Out. Miguel, was that one you're familiar with or have watched? Uh, I know it. Uh, I don't think I've ever actually seen it. Uh. I put it on there because I know so many people love this movie yeah. over some of these guys' other movies, like Best in Show or whatever. This yeah. was like the very first of like mockumentary style mm -hmm. uh, movies. So I, you know, and I only honestly just watched Spinal Tap for the first time recently, 
after so many years of being acquainted with the other ones. So I was just like, eh, okay. A s- comedy sequel, however many years it has been, like were we just years? talking about this? We last were just week, talking you know about it. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough sell. You know what I mean? But like, Zoolander two and Dumb and Dumber, like yeah. not the the prequel, but the other Dumb and Dumber two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Anchorman two. You know these yeah. things had a shorter return than Spinal Tap, and it was, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... Like, who's gotta, asking for it, you know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Who, who was like, I really need Spinal Tap 2? All Never of these guys. Say that. Yeah. You know, it's nice to get a paycheck, you know? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Fuck yeah. it. I'm willing to... I'm one gonna of those, give it a chance. Yeah, this would be another one of those movies that would benefit from direct-to-streaming. Just saying. It seems probably Totally. I mean, uh, the, the Coming to America sequel did really well on streaming, you know what I mean? Ah, that's uh, a good Bill and Ted Excellent good. Adventure. Didn't that do the same thing? It the, did. The most recent one? The third one, yeah. Yeah. Um my I like have you uh you have you seen any of his movies, Miguel, Christopher Guest? Like Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman, For Your Consideration, uh other documentaries. They're yeah, good. You no, should watch I, them. I, I like Best I mean Best in Show is really funny for me. Yeah. Waiting for, I mean, you said those best in show waiting for Guffman are, are really great. Uh, I, I watched those in high school in theater. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. I'll give it a yeah. shot. If it's I'll on HBO, you list. know you're going to watch it, right? Hey, <laughs> best in show HBO. for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Easy peasy. Moving on up, we got uh, the return of Westworld season four. There's a teaser drop with Ariana DeBose joining the cast. Uh, you know, I dropped off in season two of Westworld. I saw Same. all of season one, season two. It felt like a situation where, you know, when you're running too fast and then you just trip over yourself, it feels like that kind of situation for me. It was just like a, it was piling on a lot and it just, yeah. I kind of got, I don't know. I lost the heart of it all. Um, as they were trying to put on so much like info up top, um, yeah. I saw the teaser. It looked interesting. I like the idea that they're kind of like in this in the world now. Is what I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. What were you guys' experience with Westworld? Uh, same. I, I was really into season one. The premise is really good. Yeah. Uh, and I think also. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry, I'm getting over cold. Um, I think the premise is really solid and I thought the season one ended on such a really good note, but kind of like you, Luis, we tried to watch season two and it just felt like really heady and wordy just to be kind of complex. You know, I think, I think because of Jonathan Nolan, you know what I mean? When a Nolan's name is attached to the project, you automatically feel like it's got to be like heightened. Yeah. Uh, It's got to be this big thing. I mean, think about Tenet. You know what I mean? Like, I still don't really understand Tenet all the way through. And that's kind of how I started to feel about Westworld. I was just like, I can't really keep up. I don't really understand the storyline. And then a third season came out, and now all of a sudden they're doing a fourth season, and it's just like, man, I am way behind. Yeah. And it's exhausting. Totally. I mean, it is. Yeah. I, I, like, literally the same as you guys. Uh, I finished the second season. The third one came out, and it, you know, it's got such a great cast, mm-hmm. and like you said, that opening season had so much intrigue and stuff, but the second one, instead of offering any sort of resolution, and even in the tiniest sense, it just kind of 
made more questions, I guess, more frustrations. And yeah. because it's so complex, you, you know, you need to you need to give the audience a little something to go on. I mean, it's a lot to ask, and uh, I don't know. May if they. I, I, have they announced that this is going to be the last season, or they continue? I was asking. I was asking Luis that earlier. It feels like yeah. this should be the last one because it's been so long since the third one. It feels like it. Uh, like if I if I knew there was like an end game in sight, like mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. I could finally just like commit and finish it through. But as of now, it, like the very idea of getting into season three just feels exhausting and mm-hmm. frustrating. Did you? Uh, did you say you saw season three? Or me no? no 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 okay okay uh, no I I did finish season two and I was excited for season three, uh but then when it came out it just felt like I was afraid to jump into it almost yeah you know what I mean uh so I don't know and maybe I will go back and watch it because again I love the cast uh and it is an interesting premise but mm-hmm. only if there is like a you know a point to it all you know. I don't need like a bunch of fucking philosophical meltdowns in my mind every week yeah. just because I can't keep up with the show, you know. But like, what am I? Am I a robot? I don't know. But it's uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's one of those things that I might just wait to hear word of mouth and go from there. But for me, I... yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, for me. Um, one of the things that really made me jump ship pretty early was after like one or two reveals of, Oh, this person's a robot, which is, which is wild. Yeah. 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 Then you play the game of, okay, who's a robot. You know what I mean? And then it just becomes like a guessing game. You're like, you're watching every character. And I felt like I was just so like focused on all their little movements. Okay. Is this person a robot? Is this person a human? And then I was just kind of lost in that as well. And I feel like once that, once that, once you use that one trick, you know what I mean? It becomes kind yeah. of tough to make it uh, interesting or intriguing the second time or third time, you know? Yeah. Everyone and they might actually as well do robots. use that a lot. Yeah, they do play with that a lot throughout. I remember in the second scene, too, you kind of question. And when you have that, a harder time keeping a grip on what's real and what's not, or mm-hmm. just like what's even happening, it's hard to keep an audience interest at that point. I'm kind of with you, Ed. If they if we find out there's going to be like a finale or like a you know an ending, then then maybe I could you know dedicate some time to watching it because at least it's a full product. But I'm not going to go watch the season and then be like three years later they're going to come out yeah. with season five. Yeah, like if this turns out to be like a ten season deal, I'm like I'm out. <laughs> if this seems like a show that needs to be ending within the next season or two tops, I I agree. I agree. And you know, actually, yeah, not- side note: when I, we watched a lot of Miss Maisel, uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, and uh-huh. halfway through that show, I was like, you know, who probably could have done this role is what's her face from Westworld. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, Evan you know Rachel what I mean? Wood. She, Evan Rachel Wood. I couldn't think of because I mean, she sings. Although this character doesn't sing, but you know what I mean. Like she's obviously very talented. I've never seen her do something funny, so I don't know if she's like got that vibe. But I just uh-huh. feel like she could. She could totally have played Marvelous Miss Maisel. I didn't think about that, but yeah, I could see that for sure. There are similar guys, although yeah, yeah, although yeah. I like the the girl that they went with. Sorry, Ed, what's yeah. up? No, no, no. Uh, I was gonna say uh, she. I mean, she would was in uh, across the universe. She sang mm-hmm. in that. 
too, mm-hmm. right? And, I think that was uh, the first time I saw her in something, was Across the Universe. She was in that movie 13. Did you guys see that? Oh, no, I never. I still haven't seen that movie. Yeah. I, I would love that movie. It's like Euphoria before Euphoria. Oh, okay. Way back in the early 2000s when she was, I guess, 13. But yeah, it's about these, like, They're spoiled. Together teenagers who yeah just like do some really fucked up drugs and shitty things and it's a rough it's a rough movie to get through for sure uh but that was the first time i saw her and then yeah across the universe yeah i I like the concept yeah (laughs) (laughs) i like the concept of them going out into the world you know like finally breaking out that's why i thought season two was happening Did they? Did I thought they were? Yeah, I mean, I got to season two and they were still like struggling to get out. Was that was that the season of the maze? Or yeah, Yeah. because they were still because they that's when they started like going into other worlds. Oh, like like medieval Japan and all of that. Um, But they still didn't escape. Did they escape Westworld and go into civilian world? I don't even remember anymore. And that's the worst thing about the show. It doesn't have a whole lot of rewatchability. You yeah, know what so I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. you don't yep. feel yourself dying to go back and rewatch stuff. Uh, I may have rewatched season one twice, but that was it. Uh, because, like, when those things unfold, the second time around, it's a little easier to grasp. But Man, Anthony Hopkins was so good in that first season, ah, too. He was so, so captivating. Good. I remember I was glued every time yeah, he was oh, talking. Man. Like, that one scene where he was outside, like, having coffee, and they were like, they're terraforming the ground behind him. I just remember that. Yeah, I mean, what a cool dude. I want to be him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're moving on up, talking about the new Pixar show. This 20, Pixar show, Pixar film. It's a 27th uh-huh. film uh, coming out. Is this 2023? Is that correct? Um, yeah, because it's only in development. Oh, right. Okay, so yeah. And it's just crazy to me how they keep finding ways to give these Man. things emotions. Like, Absolutely. first it Absolutely. was like, okay, toys, bugs, I'm here for it. And then it became like, what, uh, emotions? And then emotions. I was like, okay, that's pretty great. Now we're going into souls. And I was like, holy, okay. And now we're going into elements. And it's just like, damn, how far are we going to go into? Like, the next movie is going to be about cells. You know, who knows? Like, Anyway, but you kind of get the idea. These uh, there's different elements. One's a hot-headed. One's like a water person. They're fluid, um, and what they're trying to get along, right? Like, do elements mix? Is kind of the idea. Um, they release some concept art, and it's supposed to come out in 2023. I don't know. Um, I think it's mostly what I wanted to talk about was just how often they just get like. Again, like emotions and soul and elements and like kind of create these stories out of them where it feels, I don't know. Am I tired of it? I'm asking myself. Like when I see it, but I'm like. But no, but no. Because then seen... you'll watch this movie and then you'll go, yeah. oh, oh, they got me. You know what I mean? That's how I felt about, that's how I felt about um, uh, the emotions one. Why am I blanking on the name? Inside Out. Um, Inside Out. I didn't really want to see it. I didn't really like the premise. I was just like, I get it. You know what I mean? But of course, like, as I'm watching it, okay, it feels pretty good. And then, of course, <clears throat> it feels like Instagram shows me this clip like once a week. But that stupid um, elephant bunny thing or whatever, uh, Mr. What's-His-Face, that scene uh, where where he, 
I see even Ed, you know what I'm talking about? Where they like I'm trying to think of his to, name. Yeah. They're trying to fly up to the thing and he jumps off last second and then he gets like lost in the memory. Okay. Why dude, why am I on my phone? Why am I on my phone in the bathroom and the first thing in the morning like sobbing? Because that I'm is, like that, I yeah. I feel so bad that this character is getting forgotten. You know what I mean? That's what Pixar that scene, does. You know what I mean? That that scene I is the reason why I don't watch that movie again. I've seen the movie no, one absolutely. time. And that Absolutely. scene wrecked me, and I was like, I'm never going to watch this movie again. I can't believe you're watching it pop up on Instagram all the time. Bro, I'm telling you, I don't know what happened. His... It's in my algorithm, so now it just shows yeah. up. And so when he says, take her to the moon for me, you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, like, I literally have tears in my eyes, sitting on the toilet. Like, just, Miguel, <laughs> hold yourself together. It's, like, yeah. first thing in the morning, please. Why are you watching Inside Out on the toilet in the morning? Did, were you listening to anything I just said, Ed? I just said I'm on Instagram, and it like comes up on like a reel. Oh, gotcha, you know I mean? gotcha. Yeah, it's just like a uh, clip. I'm not, I'm not, I don't like name... sit there every morning like, ooh, inside out. <laughs> <laughs> so like, where, where's Miguel? Like, the day has begun. Uh, no, no, his name was uh, inside out. His name is Bing Bong. Bing, Bing Bong. Bong. That's right. right. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. I not like that we all paused for just a moment. I like that we all paused there just to be like, ah, bing yeah. bong, RIP. <laughs> Luis, uh, for for our thumbnail for this episode, can you just put a picture of bing bong? Uh. <laughs> I'm just going to cry in the middle of the night while I'm yeah. putting this together. Just in tears. Give me an hour before I come back to this thumbnail. Just yeah, sure, I'll put them up. Think, think about people that actually go to our YouTube to watch these videos. They're going to be like, the fuck? <laughs> Why are they putting... <laughs> They're, like, they're really losing the thread here. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. That's okay. tough. Elemental. I don't know. Looking forward to it. I'll, looking yeah. forward to it. I hope no one dies. That's what I mean. Turning red was nice because it was a break from all this like sadness, like that. And, uh, and you know, obviously, up, I can skip the first like 10 minutes and get right to the story. But it's that's just the like, best bit. I can't do that. That's too uh. sad. But it's beautiful. I, I think it's not even the saddest one. You know what I mean? That's what we should ask our audiences. What's the saddest? The saddest Pixar, Pixar movies? Next yeah. ranking. There you I'm go. serious. I saw Bing Bong Dot or Fade Away, and I was crushed. I was like, I don't, I, yeah. could, I cannot see this movie again. It's I like saying goodbye it. to your childhood. It was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Forgetting. Like memories, in Toy Story was... Three, when Andy said goodbye to the toys. It's a tough one. Uh, that was tough. Yeah, we're gonna get we're we gonna fall down this rabbit hole if we're not careful. We're... I know, uh, uh, you know, another uh, rabbit hole you don't want to get caught into. Black Mirror's back. Uh, we got a new season. It's in the works. Um, I like Black Mirror. It's great. It's another one of the shows where I can only watch one episode at a time. I don't binge it, totally, uh, obviously, because totally. it's the shorter seasons. But I ha I like watch them and then I I let it sit with me. Absolutely, and then I'm like, okay. you can't just you can't just like butt back to back do these no. episodes. Mm -mm. No, you can't. Um, I didn't see the last one, the last season, but uh, I don't know why. I just got caught up with life, but uh, I should go back and watch. I know that they have like Anthony Mackie and Miley Cyrus and somebody else. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, Black Mirror was awesome, and I'm excited for a new season. Yes, yeah, 100%. I thought Ed was going to say something. Did you watch Black Mirror? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not like a big uh, advocate for it. I, I have watched a couple of episodes scattered throughout the seasons. Uh, I, for obvious I'm reasons, have a hard time I'm, committing. I'm surprised you're not caught up. I mean, because each season's like what, three episodes or something like that, or yeah. like not the, or especially the yeah the first couple seasons because it was like a UK show. 
Yeah, right. you kept it real tight. It it just can be so rough, and mm. life is hard enough. And oh, I see. Yeah, you know, I like I I I do appreciate them. I guess for what they are. I guess the ones I've seen have been like the darkest of the lot, and you know, I can only indulge in that so much. Have so you seen I, I think of like. Oh, Ed, you would love that one. You Which should watch that, that one. one. Who who's the star? Um, I don't know who's. I She's don't think in Terminator. They're... She was in the newest Terminator. Um, her name. The main but one. It's a, it's Mackenzie about Davis. Like, it's okay. about like when you go into retirement or whatever, or uh, maybe when you die. Don't, don't, don't watch it. Don't don't spoil it. Actually, just watch oh, okay. it because it's. I was just going to give good... him the premise, but you're you're right. I know, but when you when you watch that episode, you're like, wait, what's happening? And then and then it kind of it does this nice like slowly reveal of that episode of, of what the story is you know um sure. it's a it's yeah. a good one yeah i, I, I do, think because if you have a hard time with with their stories ending not great which is understandable i think this is a good one to like get a dose of that black mirror but also not be in a sad mood that seems yeah. to be the episode that most people talk about i mean especially when that season came out that was like the number one choice people loved that episode because it wasn't yeah. incredibly sad you yeah. know what i mean i think yeah. that's why it, it's got uh, heart yeah, it's got there was heart. one that I had always heard about that people raved about was the uh, like faux Star Trek one. Yes, with oh, Jesse Clemens. I forgot about uh, that one. Yeah, that one's pretty good too. Okay. That season's pretty good. But like, there are a few that if I like looked into it, like on the episodes, I would probably like pinpoint like, okay, I would give that one a watch. So I'll keep an eye out for that if I can stomach it what, and squeeze I'll, it in. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll put a list together for you, Ed. I'll, I'll give you like five episodes to watch. Yeah, okay? do that. That's probably that would give me more. You don't incentive. have to watch the whole show, you know. No, no, no. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I saw a, quite a handful of the earlier episodes, UK mm -hmm. ones that were like really fucked up. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they uh, they fare these days. Uh, like I saw the Bryce Dallas Howard one, yeah. um, and did you see the John Hamm one? one? No. The John Ham. It was called White Christmas. I, don't, I think it's season two. That's a good one. I don't think I did. No, but, but do stand in apparel first. I would say. Um, okay, challenge yeah. accepted. I uh, no man. I like these. Um, just looking through IMDb at all the ones that I've seen in the past. Um, yeah, great, great stuff. Good stuff. Uh, man, I feel like we could just make a list every day. Top Black Mirror. Top saddest Pixar movies. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> top legos that's, that's the content people want you know what i mean i know we're gonna change your punch drunk nerd to top 10 something the top 10 yeah um yeah. you know okay yeah i i don't know if you, i remember when uh you got the show came out i was talking to to with you guys uh modok um mm -hmm. it came out on hulu and it's canceled after one season which uh Yikes. was a bummer just because of the i like the animation style i like uh what's it called the people who were in it it was um god uh Patton oswalt Patton oswalt and um john uh, oh my god sonic and we could say john, john raffio. raffio was that who you were gonna say yeah john raffio <laughs> and sonic uh, i, I love him ben schwartz ben, oh my ben god yeah uh ben schwartz love ben schwartz um and yeah it got canceled and it's really bummer because it was just like it's a type of style that we don't see in tv a lot 
mm-hmm. that type of like stop animation and they did such yeah. a good job of making it looking really nice and clean and it's a character we don't see a lot um and they did they did a really fun take with him of not taking him too seriously and so it's kind of a bummer but i think marvel's kind of weaning off of the all these other like putting their shows on hulu and want to put disney plus but yeah you know yeah i don't know i'm bummed about it so i wanted to just mention it and if you haven't seen it you know i would say check it out it's like you could just have it in the background and it's like i said it's a cool little animation style that i think takes a lot of effort and time um yeah also another story i saw here was how elizabeth olsen never met the illuminati this blew my mind when i read this today it's crazy and then i thought about like that can't be right there must be a time when they like faced off and then i thought about it but, like, no all the shots were singles of like them facing each other they were never like mm-hmm. i don't know together together so yeah i thought that was crazy um this is other one, uh, John. Wa- oh, oh, okay. What is it? John Watts for a new Star Wars series? So, Variety was it not Variety? Vanity Fair. Uh, was it Vanity Fair? Yeah. They had a big article released, and they they ha- they uh, with Star Wars, and they're playing with Disney Plus and all this other stuff. And in that article, extensive article, there was all this new information. Uh, and they talked about uh, John Watts, who directed the trilogy for Spider Man, that he's making that he's in talks for a new Star Wars series. Um. Did you put this, Miguel, or was it you, Ed? It must have been It was Ed. me. It was it me. Joe Blow, it came... So it's Ed. <laughs> it came you with Joe a bunch Blow of new... that... No, it was just like the first <laughs> site where I saw it come up, and then I always go cross-check it at another one. But at that point, I was just like, okay, that's a talking point. Um, <laughs> I just thought... Sorry. That's a talking point. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> That I just uh, I thought it was a joke because John Watts had just walked away from fucking Marvel because he was so tired, and poor baby is going to Star Wars instead for the same studio. So I mean, come on. Uh, so whatever, another Star Wars series. We'll see what it is. I I, I have no thoughts beyond the fact that you know John Watts obviously coming off the success of Spider Man. I mean, okay, interesting. Yeah. The only thing I saw trending about it was that it's going to be a good. I, I put this note in here that it's going to be like a Goonies esque storyline. It's like a like Star kids. Wars. Yeah. yeah, and I've never I've never seen Goonies, but I know that it's like a you know a popular like eighties yeah. movies, and, and the fact that it is like a youth film. You know what I mean? And he just yeah. did the Spider Man the Homecoming series. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, where they're all in high school or whatever. So maybe he's got like a good eye for capturing the the youth. Yeah, that I mean, fun. It'll be interesting. They've got a cup. I mean, so many Star Wars uh, stories set in development. Yeah. Uh, one thing that this article did bring to light, or kind of just talk about a little further, was the development of the Advocate, or not the Advocate, the Acolyte. Acolyte. I'm sorry, Advocate. Um, and yeah, yeah he. Uh, I advocate for the force, okay? Um, no, he. Uh, so the acolyte is supposed to take place preceding the events of the Phantom Menace and how uh, people like Palpatine came, even came into power and like, right. like right under the nose of the Jedi and how just like the Galactic Empire even came to fruition 
through these events. Like it's going to be kind of like a political thriller almost. Uh, was the description in the article with the uh, showrunner who I don't have in front of me. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's a the the thing is is like they've got all these crossing timelines now, so you just hope that they don't overstep and start just like basically overwriting canon just for the sake of making another TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, you know the uh, acolyte stuff. They're they're doing this huge push right now, um, with oh my god. Uh, it started off with the the literary stuff. There, there's all these books. Um, hold, uh, I had the book right there. I can't think of the name, but it talks about like a hundred years before, or a lot of years before, yeah. Phantom of the Menace, and it was when the Jedi was ruling, and they're creating all of this stuff. I mean, it's almost like a literary campaign that's happening. Um, it's almost like Marvel, but for books, where they're having like releasing all these books, and then they're releasing uh kids books. They're releasing comics. They're releasing spinoffs. They're, they're yeah. doing like what you're seeing with Marvel TV shows, but in book form. And they're using all of that stuff, I think, to help dictate the Acolyte. And this is something that they like got a bunch of people who wrote a bunch of Star Wars, like truthfully, like fan fiction, brought them to Skywalker Ranch, said, hey, we're bringing you to the forefront of Star Wars, the very beginning and the early years. You're going to help shape it. They just shaped out this whole thing. And it's like a real campaign, I think, people have been saying that Kathleen Kennedy's been pushing to have some sort of like separation from George yeah. Lucas. So I'm curious to, I'm, you know, we'll see how it goes, but it is a lot of stuff. It's a lot of content, you know, it's it, like with Disney plus, it seems like as we finish off a Marvel show, you get a star Wars show, you finish off a yeah. star Wars show, you get a Marvel show. I mean, think about it. We just had moon Knight, and then we're going to Obi-Wan in the middle of Obi-Wan. We're going to have uh miss Marvel. And then once miss Marvel finishes, something else is going to happen. And then it's going to be yeah. she Hulk in August. It's just like, it's definitely doing the streaming thing where you, you don't have an opportunity to cancel your subscription because Absolutely. every month you, you have to come back. You have to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Before and Moon so Knight, there's Boba Fett, you know. Yeah. Oh, dude, exactly. There's Boba Fett. Yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, but, and I mean, yeah, the ultimate test, isn't it? Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ed had to cancel his Criterion Collection subscription so that he can keep Disney Plus. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you happy Disney? I, I could be like going back and watching like classics. Uh, yeah. And you're ruining my life with these subpar Star Wars uh, fucking adventures. But here we go. Say what you just did. God dang. <laughs> you know, the sad thing is, is I'll watch all of it. I know you will. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a slut. You're a little, you're a little slut. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah so. well you know we're that's there that's we're gonna keep talking about star wars we're gonna keep talking about marvel uh and marvel is gonna keep keeping stan lee into the uh marvel universe um oh, i think miguel but, you dropped to the sand yeah i was right? reading about this today um so yeah this was <clears throat> it was just trending earlier today stan lee's coming back to the marvel universe and it was just like Oh, man. I, I'm not a fan of this. I don't like when, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's the same when, like, for example, like a rapper dies. And, uh -huh. and then there's like this back catalog of songs that weren't ever released, probably for a reason. And then the studio right. is just like, we have to put all this together for an album. And then guess what? There's still some more. So we're going to put all that together for an album. And then just really milk it 
uh, until you just cannot do anything else. And it just kind of feels like a slap in the face. Now, at the same time, you know, if if there's like family members benefiting from it, you know what I mean? That's yeah. nice. You know what I mean? Okay, they, they can kind of continue that revenue stream. But for like Stan Lee, it's like he was estranged, I think, from his family. And it huh. just feels like this is just like a recognizable face and they just want to keep plastering it all over Marvel. And it's like, you know, Stanley was a human being and he, and he passed away and uh, uh, maybe that's it. You know, we don't, we don't need to keep like trudging up all this stuff. Trudging, dredging. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's all. I, I don't, I don't necessarily want to see Stanley in every Marvel movie from now on. You know what I mean? It's like, I, it was nice for a while that he was able to do that. And then once he passed, it's like, okay, that, that moment is gone. It would be like yeah. if they brought Chadwick Boseman. Either they're so like, we're not going to do Chadwick Boseman. We're not going to recast him. We're not going to CGI him. We're not going to this one because he, he was so monumental and this and that. And it's just like, but you're going to turn around and do the same thing for Stan Lee. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. keep bringing him back unnecessarily. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know why. I it, it rubbed me the wrong way when I read this earlier I, today. So I, I did. I did read this article and it did say that here it says, However, this new deal does not necessarily pave the way for the return of Lee Stanley's cameos in movies, at least oh, not okay. the ways fans traditionally knew them. It's unclear if the public even has an appetite to see Lee digitally resurrected as actors such as Carrie Fisher or Peter Cushing yeah. were in certain Star Wars movies. It mm-hmm. does give them permission to use his voice likeness signature um, for like, well, let's see, like in theme parks, cruise lines, merchandise, oh. toys. Mm-hmm. You know what okay. I mean? So I think okay. I think that's what they're going to use it for and if not for like digitally yeah. put them in movies to be like, Hey, you know, yeah, that's classic. It's... Sorry. Go ahead. Ed. Yeah. I, I was just going to say like, if it's, if it's purely just for a way to celebrate him. Great. But like you said, I don't, I don't need to see him in every Marvel movie. That's not an essential thing. And if anything, they celebrated him in a Marvel movie whenever he did pass. Uh, I can't remember what that first movie was, but uh, it was Captain Marvel. I want to say they put him, they did a thing for him in the Marvel oh, really? intro. Yeah, so it was like oh, okay, yeah, yeah. they 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 did the thing for him, kind of thing. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like again, if it's just like a celebration of him, but yeah, it you know when it comes into merchandising and stuff, it gets a little gray area, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. I mean, I, I, I thought the same thing, too. I, when I first saw the headline, I was concerned. I'm like, God, I don't know if I want to see him digitally put into movies. Yeah. It seems like it's becoming more like a gimmick or shtick. And yeah. I, I'm happy that they're not going at least making it clear that they're going in that direction. There's a chance that they'll have some respect towards it, you know? It is kind of sad yeah. to hear, like, how it all went down, you know, at the end yeah. of his life. And how yeah, he yeah. was kind of taken advantage of. I was like, that's so fucked up. He was like a king. And I can't believe that he was treated in such a so way. So poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, feel, I wish that he was protected more. Especially since he created. He gave us yeah. the opportunity for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know. But. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I do. To wrap this news up segment covered up that we have here um there's a trailer for a game called multiverse by warner brothers games and it's basically a like 2v2 free-to-play fighting game where you know in in the same feel of like uh smash brothers you know 
where you have mm-hmm. different like famous characters fighting each other. They're doing the same thing, uh, but it's free to play. So stuff like Fortnite, where you don't have to pay for anything. You can just jump in and play with friends online. Um, and they're utilizing their Warner Brothers roster. Um, Ed, I'm sure you haven't seen anything on this, but I'm going to read off the characters that so far have been confirmed. We have the Iron Giant, Taz, Velma, Arya Stark, Mm -hmm. Batman, Bugs Bunny, Finn the Human, Garnett, Harley Quinn, Jake the Dog, Rain Dog, Shaggy, Steven Universe, Superman, Tom and Jerry, and Wonder Woman, with more to be more to be revealed soon. Um, yeah, they fight? that that's the thing. They fight, yeah. so it's just like you, you get to pick a character and you get to go online. It's gonna be for P- PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, I wish it was on Switch, but you go on there and you just like two v two fighting, and you pick a character. They all have their own special special moves, so you can team up Batman yeah. and Shaggy together, or what you know, Batman and Bugs, um, and yeah. And you can sign up what? now. There's the, the open beta is available July, but you can uh, sign up for the closed alpha right now if you want to participate. Um, I feel like kind of intimidated by something like this. Like I, I hope I get paired up with the bad people because I'm not good at those like brawler no, games. No, I know a lot of friends no. who always want to pull out like Smash Brothers and they know all the moves and I'm barely hanging on doing the yeah. same like special move on Kirby. We're just button smashing, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a button smasher, and you know I'm trying to not be a button smasher, but it's intimidating. But it looks cool. I mean, I you know I don't know. It seems fun. I like that it's free to play. I'm sure there'll be stuff you have to buy for sure. But yeah, I don't know. Unlock those characters. I'm asking Miguel because he plays video games, and Tammy loves that about him. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I'll definitely play it. Okay. And it's free. It's free, so they they don't have to waste any money on it, you know? Yeah. Until you have to unlock characters. I wonder, like, if it really will turn out like the new Space Jam, and uh, they just, like, have literally every character, like, Alien and uh, fucking... uh, I think... I I never watched the new Space Jam, but apparently that uh, Alex from The Clockwork Orange showed up. Can Mm -hmm. you imagine if you were fighting as him against Bugs Bunny? Bugs (laughs) is in trouble. Yeah, it's gonna get weird and fucked up. You should watch it. You should watch it. Ed. I, I I watched it with Forrest. He seemed to like it. You, oh, really? I, I heard it was bad. No, it's not great. But yeah. he, the kid liked it. So <laughs> the kid liked it. Okay. Well, I'm about to show Lily Chippendale on Friday, so there you we'll go. go from there. That seems like it's going to be the same kind of thing, but with Disney. Almost. I'm about to show um, myself that movie Friday. No kids. Yeah. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> um well you know that's kind of like all the news we have this week and again so much no, news. there's a lot of news a lot of news a lot of stuff came out this week um you know we're not reviewing anything but if you want to check out our reviews go online we're there and we got some stuff there so we're going to roll into our final segment what are we into and uh, we're going to hit it up with our good old friend Miguel. what have you what are you that's into me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I, I was just trying to throw a list together because I really have only been focused on really one thing yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I put the fun. I put the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial on here, but I'm not really keeping up with it. I was just curious. I wanted to hear your thoughts if you guys had been keeping up with it I, at all. I, I was on it for a bit, where like in the first couple of days, um, yeah. I was it's, on. Tic- it really is what TikTok got me in. TikTok was giving me these like quick yeah. videos, 
And then I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. okay. And then I got into YouTube and watched like a 10 minute video about like uh, a certain mm -hmm. lawyer. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been keeping up with it in the past week, but um, I was also surprised like, damn, this is still going. I thought this it's was done after going. like a week. I, yeah. I saw like a, a dump, like a headline on YouTube it was like day 18. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Anyway, it feels so well, much longer. Defamation yeah. suits are apparently notoriously uh, hard to win. Uh, oh. as i understand it so that's why uh, i mean they're probably trying to bring every shred of evidence or whatever to it uh, uh snl did a really good uh sketch on it this week they opened their last episode with it um sarah and ed they were telling me to watch this last uh, episode of uh, saturday night live uh-huh <clears throat> and so i finally did oh, i hear some doggies yeah i'll mute while you're talking i'm sorry uh, but no, it was, uh, they, they did a really good parody of it. Um, and that's really all I've, I've kept up with uh, other than, yeah, kind of like you, Luis, like I've seen, uh, you know, the clips, I see all the clips yeah. and then of course, like the, especially on Reddit, I mean, I think maybe on Twitter as well, you know, the internet does seem very like pro Johnny Depp now and anti Amber Heard and Reddit, especially cause like Reddit, you can get like a lot of like, I don't want to go in the rabbit hole, but like a lot of like male opinions, like, you yeah. know what I mean? And so they, they tend to kind of like uh jump on the bandwagon if you will so that's really all i'm really seeing is you know amber heard sucks and johnny depp rules uh but i'll say this man i you know i do kind of feel bad that johnny depp got all that shit and had to lose all this work and it's like johnny depp is one of the greatest actors right you know what i mean yeah uh i'd like to see him in more things so if this like clears his name quote unquote or whatever and he can start being in things again okay cool kind of like matthew mcconaughey coming back for that renaissance like let's uh let's get more johnny depp movies yeah, they've been. I've been seeing the trend where people on TikTok will take Amber Heard's interviews and just like mm -hmm. recreate them to show like how ridiculous Absurd. her statements are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's a tricky thing. It's like I don't know. It's oversaturated right now, uh, and it's hard to. And I mean, if you actually just watch the fucking court proceedings, it's boring as hell. Absolutely. So it, it it's really just people. Like you said, editing it down to make it spicier than it actually is. Because like a lot of the revelations that came out were things that I had read in the exclusive that Johnny Depp did with, I want to say, Rolling Stone uh, like a year or so ago. Um, I guess people just like stop reading, so uh, they have to literally put it on screen for people to take notice or whatever. But huh. yeah, I mean... Like you said, it's really hard to judge it, but like everywhere you look, it is there. So I mean, yeah, I, I it watch trends the every day. Thing. You know what I mean? It's always oh, yeah. on like one of the highest trends on Twitter. And I, I always click on it because I'm like, oh, today's the day where they're like, and done. Yeah, no, it's just more commentary. It's like, ugh, never ending. And yeah. here we are talking about it. Um, <laughs> so I'll uh, I'll wrap up what I'm doing. Uh, just to briefly mention, I'm. Flying through Degrassi, I mentioned it last week. Uh, Ed, you kind of ran off, I think, when I was talking about Degrassi last week. Or maybe it was Miss Maisel. Um, but uh, I just am addicted to this show now. I thought, he was, I thought Ed was leaving again. I was like, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> um, it's just, like I said last week, it just like really captures youth. It captures like a time in my life uh, when I lived in Canada and went to high school. Um, so it just feels, it just, uh, it's, it's real easy watches. I want someone else to watch it with me. In fact, 
Thank God Kristen is. I told Kristen the other day we should do a, a Degrassi podcast, me and her, uh-huh. where we just like break down yeah. the whole show um, and watch all the way through, even to the new ones. But uh, yeah, if you guys are into it, give it a shot. Is this it's the a, one with Drake? Yes. Yes. And what's hilarious is it's Drake long before he became Drake, especially in the first seasons. You know what I mean? Like as he gets a little older, you start seeing, oh, yeah, that was like Drake right before he blew up. But like yeah, when yeah. he's so young, he just looks like, you know what I mean? Like puberty hasn't quite kicked in yet. He's got this, yeah. like you know, messy fro. And you're just like and, and he's acting in these situations where you're just like, I could never see Drake doing any of this now. You know what I mean? Like he's such yeah. a megastar. That it's like the things that his character gets, you know, storylines for his character. You're like, this uh-huh. would, Drake would never do that. Like one episode was like, you're doing drugs. And I was like, okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> oh, are you drinking alcohol? He, Drake threw a party, a high school party. This was, this was one of the moments where I stepped out and I was like, this is not believable. He threw a party and everyone showed up and danced and had a good time. But one character was like sneaking booze and getting drunk. And everyone was like, you're drinking. I was like, okay, losers. <laughs> like, what, did you, what did you think high school parties were? I don't know. What are you that trying to do in high school? If not get drunk for the first time or yeah. You know, know. When your but what's crazy. What's crazy is like when I say Degrassi and you think, okay, it's like just like a high school teenage drama. It's a little bit soap opera-y. You know what I mean? But it's not just like typical things like, uh, today, you know what I mean? This one character's like, I'm I'm fat and I'm sad. And one character's like, I'm drinking too much. And these are kind of like high school problems or whatever. But then like the second, the very second episode of the entire show, uh, this girl almost gets like uh she like gets creeped on. Like this guy meets her at a hotel room, you know what I mean? And he's Whoa. like 30. You know what I mean? And it was just yeah. like, bro, this is episode two. Like they're like, yeah. getting into it a, yeah. you know what I mean? They just did like a, like a rape episode. You know what I mean? And oh, it was wow. just like, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. And then they're going to do the shooting. Cause obviously like Drake, his character gets shot. Ed, did you know this? Oh, oh, he gets in a wheelchair. Exactly. Yeah. And so he's a part of like a school shooting or whatever. And it's just like, they handle such heavy topics and they're not, they don't, they're not afraid to shy away. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm again. I'm talking about it again this week. I know it's silly, but we're having a good time watching it. How many seasons of De- of Degrassi are there, bro? Okay, so Degrassi was originally a show in the '80s, and that okay. had X amount of seasons. I don't know. Uh, Degrassi, the Next Generation, the one that we're watching, I think that ran until like 2013 or 2014. It has like 15 seasons. Holy shit! I didn't know that. And they're on a new one now. Um, like the new, the next, next generation or whatever they call that, it. That's not what it's called, is it? The next, next no, generation? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. But, um, but some of the characters from the next generation are now like the adults in the new show. Right. And that's, yeah. that's a trend that they did with this Degrassi as well. Like the eighties Degrassi characters came back and they were the adults. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 So you get a little bit of the backstory. Uh, no, I don't know. They're quick 20 minute episodes. What I love about these also is whatever the problem is, they'll present it. The character will go through it. And then the episode will basically just end. Like once they've learned their lesson or whatever, the episode yeah. will just like cut straight to credits. There's not like the, the extended moment where everyone forgives them or anything like that. It's like, it's really concise. And I love that shit. Cause I'm like, I'm not trying to like watch the same storyline for nine episodes, you know? What I mean? Right. Just, it's yeah. like adventure of the Keep week moving. where it's just like a different story exactly. every week where you don't have. Yeah. And, and it is. Sorry. I think I heard my kid. It is a little soap opera-y, you know what I mean? But yeah. uh, that, that's what's kind of fun about it. It's just like, I roll my eyes sometimes like, oh, here we go. I like to try to guess to see where the episode's going, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, see yeah. See what kind of bullshit they get into. Uh, 
anyway, yeah, I've talked about Degrassi for two weeks in a row now. We're actually just started season three today. Um, so, so tune in next week when we talk about season three of Degrassi. Season three, dude, and because I'll be done <laughs> with it too. Man, they fly by like all of a sudden. Yeah. You're like, oh, this season's done. But no, we're having a good time with it. Uh, and finally, I'm playing a video game right now that I've played before, uh, but I, I, you know, I was just looking for something new to go back into. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't know if you guys have heard of the the Mass Effect franchise overall. Yeah. Uh, Andromeda was the worst one. That's what the internet will tell you. That people <laughs> hate it. They hate this game. And this was actually my first uh, introduction to Mass Effect. I bought the game when it came out. Even among the bad reviews, I was like, purchase. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I had funny. a pretty good time with it. I like let some of the stuff go because I was just like, oh, it's cool that you get to like travel this galaxy and explore all these planets and and settle or colonize, uh, excuse me, colonize them. <clears throat> but I haven't played it in a while. And uh, I went back to it this week and man, it really does feel bad. Like oh, looking really? at it now, yeah, it's especially playing it on the PlayStation Five. Like the the thing that most people, it was the facial animations that most people talked about being really awful. Yeah. They have these like sleepy dead eyes. You know what I mean? And so they'll have these like emotional moments, quote unquote. And uh-huh. you're just like, this looks terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and wait, did you finish it or, or no? No, 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 like, no. I just but... started it, so I'm really only on like the first like. I think I've only put in like four hours or something. Yeah. They've, it's basically just started, but I, I don't think I'm going to do it. And I, I, I started playing cause I, you know, they, there's talk that they're going to bring back mass effect and they're going to bring back the original series because obviously Andromeda sucked so much ass. Uh, yeah. So they're going back to the roots. Uh, so I was excited about that. I kind of want to play those games. And so I thought, Oh, I'll just play Andromeda for a little bit. Kind of remind myself of that world. But man, I am not having a good time. I'm straight up not having a good time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, this, is, this is definitely this is definitely one of those games that I would not recommend like to Ed. Like I love recommending video games to Ed because I'm like, Ed, you would love these. You know what I mean? Okay. This this game is not fun. It's clunky it. too. It's just like it's a lot of like you gotta go do this, gotta go do that kind of thing. Uh, and yeah. it's just like I hate that stuff. moving around the world is not very easy or friendly. Um, the combat itself is kind of fun. Like the shooting is great. Yeah. Uh, and then like the characters have these things, they have like some sort of like, um, upgradable biotech or something. So then they, they move around kind of cool in combat. And that's basically the only good thing about the games, uh, is getting into those, those fights, but they can, yeah, yeah. uh, but they can also <laughs> just, I don't know, just get a little repetitive. I don't know. The, the one thing that I remember about this game, this is so silly. Uh, this is one of those games where you can have like romances with the other characters. Like if you, if you choose the right path, you know what I mean? Oh, the right, like, oh, okay. Like uh-huh. the right dialogue. Whenever you're presented with those options, if you choose the right one, you can have like romantic relationships with someone. And when I tell you it is so gross and weird, like when you're playing a video game and, and all of a sudden you're like, you selected this option and now they're going to fuck. You're like, Oh, <laughs> this is this is I feel with their dirty, sleepy dirty. eyes that they're having. Bro, you know, like, with yes, yes. And then of course they're like, oh, she's naked. And you're like, this is weird. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, and, uh, yeah. so my second, no, it's a oh, weird. 
I, and exactly, exactly. On my second playthrough, I remember I was like, I'm going to fall in love with everyone. I made him fall in love with guys. I made him fall in love with girls. I made uh-huh. him fall in love with aliens. And it's just aliens? hysterical. Really? You can yeah. do that? You can fall in love with aliens? yeah, dude. And they're, and they're weird. They're weird looking aliens, too. So I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I was like my own little Captain Kirk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah, just going yeah. around slanging D. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. other than the combat, that was the only other goofy, fun thing that I liked about yeah. the game. Because it was just like, this is asinine. <laughs> Don't play it. Well, you know, strong, strong that's me. I, yeah, I'm curious. I, I I always love when you get to like choose decision, like decision making in video games. It's always fun, you know. Yes, my favorite. I had a hard are, like, time when with... you can choose like a good path or a bad path. You know what I mean? Like the um, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of those games? Um, Infamous, Infamous for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like you could your whole story would come down to are you a good person or a bad person and kind of like red dead redemption you know what i mean your character is doing that i like those choices i don't like when it's like you know what i mean like cyberpunk tried to make you do that where they thought oh the whole story is going to change it depending on the the choices you make yeah ended up not really being that sorry i went on a tangent take it away they have those uh i think i played one of them but they had god like a batman game like this um let me think oh like a telltale game yeah, yeah, like a Telltale game. Uh, that was fun, just because I get to feel like I was Batman. Um, this required too much effort to, like, I won't feel like I'm going to fuck up too much, you know, in those games. Um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, I guess I won't play Mass Effect Andromeda. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, when the new yeah. one, but when the new one comes out, we'll play that one, okay? We'll play that one. Okay, I'm down. Um, Mr. Edward Ball, I see a couple that you've got. Ooh, oh. good. Well, Miguel, there's a gross oversight. Uh, you did see something else this week. Oh, yeah, you uh, did. I thought we were going to talk about that. Up. I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to take too much time or whatever. Okay, I will not say a single thing. You just go ahead and just tell us your uh, thoughts okay. of everything, everywhere, all at once. You finally saw it. Let's, yeah, I, I, I'm going yeah. to mute myself so I don't say anything stupid. I, I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna let you guys down a little bit, and I, and I. That's not my intention, okay? But I. Uh, so last week I had a day where my wife had flown back to Houston, and my boy was in daycare. So I took a little like I played hooky. I went and saw a movie, and I that experience was a ton of fun. I don't do a lot of solo movie trips anymore, and uh, obviously we had talked about everything everywhere all at once, and it was still playing in theaters. So I was like, okay. And I thought I was going to be like the only person in the theater, maybe like one other guy, but it was so surprising. It was like 10, 12 people were there, like in the middle of the day on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. And I will say that I was, and I kind of texted you guys this already, um, but I was like the only one laughing. Like anytime something funny happened, I was definitely the only one laughing and I was laughing loud. Uh, uh-huh. So shout out to everything, everywhere, all at once that did get me. The humor was really strong. Um, I... And Kristen actually brought up a good point that I'm going to bring up in a minute, so don't forget that. But I uh, I was a little lost in the story. I just, like, I didn't quite get the overall picture right away. And it was just like, we're here, we're there. And I care about this character and her laundry map. And all of a sudden, she's in these other universes. And then it's like, I, I'm just having a hard time trying to find, like, what, what's the thing I need to hold on to throughout? You know what I mean? And what I told you guys is I went to Alamo Draft House, And this is just for me. I ordered a sandwich, okay? And then... <laughs> 
it never came. So like an hour and a half into the movie, all I could think about was like, where the, and maybe it was less than an hour and a half. Cause I don't know how oh, long the movie was. But I was like, at, during the middle of the movie, I was just like, where the fuck is my sandwich? I'm so hungry. I came to Alamo That's all you're thinking so about is the sandwich. Yeah, so no, I could eat. Yeah, so then I lost. I kind of got lost in the sauce on that. But um, what what really did it for me, and so here's the thing. I hate overhyped movies. I hate when people, like, you guys were talking so highly of it, and I was really happy that you guys loved it. But the entire time I was sitting there going, like, is this the scene that I'm supposed to be really into? Is this the moment that I'm supposed to be really invested in? And I just wasn't feeling those moments. And then I felt like, damn, I really shouldn't have, you know what I mean? Listen to the hype. I should have, I should have tried to see it a lot sooner. And I was kind of mad at yeah. myself. Yeah. I was kind of mad about myself. I'm mad at myself about that. <clears throat> but then the ending, hang on one second. Sorry, I'm still getting over this cold. Um, but then the end was so beautiful and that was the moment when when all of these things started to make sense for me i kind of saw the through line all the way at the end of the movie and it was like yeah. maybe on rewatch i'll appreciate it more um but when but yeah like when she is talking to her daughter and she has a line where she says something like you know maybe just for like a few seconds everything is supposed to make sense and that was when it kind of clicked with me the rest of the movie i was like okay yeah. i didn't really need to understand the whole movie i just had to understand the journey and then the end point you know what i mean for them yeah. and yeah i teared up you know what i mean it was a really good moment uh you know it's something that you kind of think is cliche but they handle it so well you know uh that you know love can you know traverse all of these multiverses or whatever and it was good. And the fights themselves, they were a lot of fun. Uh, a, a, the couple of that really uh, tickled me was um, John Ralphio's sister from Parks and Rec. Um, oh, you did talk about that, yeah. Uh, she, she's, the, she, they called her Big Nose. Jenny Gen, Slate, yeah. They, you know, they called her Big Nose or whatever, and then she yeah. had this little puppy. And it was so random she was in the movie even at all. And then when she had her fight scene, I wasn't expecting it. And so... Then I, and then she swings this dog around, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was just like, this is hysterical. I didn't, I, the hot dog thing, I had I had that spoiled for me. So, like, I didn't really think that was super funny. Although I did appreciate the relationship that she had with the IRS agent in that world. Yeah. And, Luis, one of the things you talked about was, like, it, some of the characters, it's wild that they put so much emphasis. Like, the guy with the raccoon hat, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, rat, the Ratatouille uh, bit. They really hung with him for a while. The same yeah, with they the kept IRS the jokes agent. going, yeah. Yeah, I liked that they they brought her in for part of the storyline that made you kind of feel empathetic towards her. The when she okay, my favorite bit was when she showed uh, off her trophies and it, they were all just butt plugs. Yeah, that to me like was such a high point. I was tears in my eyes laughing so hard because it's such a like it's such a dig no one likes the irs right you know what uh -huh, i mean yeah. and so for them to it's for them to have such a visual gag that was if they had left it at that i would have been like that's hysterical but then of course they come back later and they're all trying to like stick them up their butts or whatever yeah um my absolute least favorite one was the paper cuts on the fingers i had to look uh, away. i can't i had to look I, away I too i couldn't handle that i Ugh. uh no 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 just not not for me um What'd you think but, about the, uh, the rock, the rock scene? I liked it. It was, it was nice. Uh, that was one of the moments where I was starting to kind of understand, cause that's towards the end. Um, yeah. I was kind of starting to understand, okay, this is how they're framing it. And it was honestly, 
they have some line in that scene where it's just like in this universe life just didn't really grow or whatever and so yeah we sit here and we look out and and they say something about how like everything is just so far away and i don't know why i thought that was really beautiful um just sitting there like staring you know what i mean into this like void that you can't go to because you're just like this stationary thing and how sad that can be but also how um like unencumbered those characters could be in that universe you know they didn't have the stress of life on top of them they just got to view the world right in front of them um i also enjoyed uh uh what's his name from indiana jones i can't remember what his uh, character kwan yeah uh i liked him i didn't care for the message he had where it was just like kindness prevails overall i thought that was like a little like I, I get, like, when I think of Interstellar, like, one of my least favorite parts yeah. of Interstellar was when they were, like, love, you know what I mean, transcends all the, and I, I don't, those get, like, a little hokey for me, you know what I mean? I'm just, like, I kind of roll my eyes. But I understood it as his character. Um, and also, uh, I like his story, just the actor's story in general. We talked about this already, obviously, but, like, how he wasn't acting for a really long time, and then he saw Crazy Rich Asians and was just, like, I really want to be a part of the film community again. And uh, I, I thought that was interesting that they even used like a clip of Crazy Rich Asians at one point in the movie yeah. at the the premiere, and uh, and then of course he's in this movie with Sandra Oh, and uh, no, I'm sorry, not Sandra Oh, um, Michelle Yeoh, yeah, right, okay, yeah. Uh, for a half second I was like, oh my god, I can't like I can't just like find every Asian <laughs> actress, you know, to even get them wrong, um, and she was great, she was really fun in this movie. I, I liked what she did. I told you guys, I, I they did like a little clip of her before the movie where she talked about how she got into uh kung fu or whatever for movies that she was a dancer primarily, and then she teamed up with Jackie Chan very early on. And she found a way, you know what I mean, to like even though she didn't know martial arts because she was a dancer, she found a way to like mimic what they were doing and how it worked for them. Uh, so when she had all these fights in the movie, it, that was when it was just like, I'm really invested in you. Like you seem so I'm rambling. You know what I mean? My overall thought is this overall thought is this. I liked the ending of the movie. I did not care. I didn't walk away from it going. I'm definitely going to see this movie again. You know what I mean? Uh, it wasn't like up there. And I think that was the hype. You know what I mean? I just yeah, built totally. it up in my head and, and then it was just, it's tough to stick a landing when you, when you raise it up so much, you know what I mean? Um, Kristen brought up a good point. Um, today she was reading an article that kind of made sense for me in retrospect. She was saying how one of the directors, one of the Daniels, um, got like diagnosed with ADHD or something or like, uh-huh. he was undiagnosed. And then like during making of this movie or during putting it together or something, he got his diagnosis and that a lot of the way they tell the story is like, through the kind of how like a person with ADHD views the world. You know what I mean? There's nothing, there's not one thing you hold on to. There's a million different things. You know what I mean? And it's all at once. You know what I mean? And so I thought that was an interesting way to to look at that movie. And in retrospect, it made me understand the vision a little bit more. Um, So listen, thumbs up Uh, again, not, not my favorite movie, but definitely I respect what they did. And I think maybe down the line I can revisit it, but I, I wasn't like itching to go back right away. Yeah. The pacing felt kind of weird. You know what I mean? For a two hour movie, it was being tugged in all these different directions and not, not really seeing the through line. I, I remember being just like, Oh, this is kind of dragging, especially in the middle. But again, I think that was my tummy. 
I think I was just really wanting that chicken Sandy. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, thumbs up, Ed, let's hear your thoughts. Let's hear your thoughts on my thoughts real quick. Nope. I'm glad you just saw it in theaters. Thank you. It was good. I tell you that experience was fun. I, like I said, I don't get to do the solo movie thing very often. And it was nice to kind of just like, okay, take it all in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think more people should do that. I was thinking that as I was watching it, I was like, wow, you know, theaters are dying, but like, you know, if people found Such these moments, <laughs> I know theaters are dying. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that to be antagonistic, Ed. I'm just saying like, they're so you're saying it like a fact and it's not, but well, we can get into it later if you want, but, no. uh, but I had it, I had a good time and it was just like, you know, you kind of find this love of movies again when you sit in that dark room and yeah. you just get to kind of enjoy it. So a lot of good trailers beforehand too. One, the one that I was thinking about the most, uh, the men trailer played and I thought that looked really good. I know we talked about that previously, but the one that really struck with me, uh, stuck with me was the, uh, Marcel, the shell with shoes on. Uh huh. Mm. Did you guys see that trailer before that movie? Um, that one looked great. I, I was sitting there, I was sitting there going, okay, I'm going to watch movies in theaters again because that trailer blew my mind. I wanted to watch it. I felt so invested in this little shell. And then, of course, I watched this movie and I was like, okay, this is this is a fun experience. So I'm going to try to do that a little bit more. I'm, I'm, I made a, Ed, I'm making a commitment to myself to try to go see movies in theaters just a little bit more. Movies that aren't Marvel movies, you know what I mean? Because obviously I go. go see those. Just to try to see something that's not the typical. You know? We'll give it a Good. go. Alright. I'll take it. Alright. There you go. I hope I didn't disappoint you, Ed. No, I... You know, when you told us you were going, like... And honestly, ever since we started talking about this film... I guess because I was so emotionally affected by it uh, on so many different ways and different levels, I just... Uh, I one of my biggest concerns was that I did exactly what you said was overhype it, which I know between you and I, Miguel, that is a common problem in our relationship. And uh, one of us is always just, hyping something up. I and I need, I I know me more so when it comes to movies, and I just need to shut up and let it speak it's for not itself. Even, but it wasn't even you and Luis hyping it up. I mean, it was everywhere you know what i mean once yeah. it once yeah. it came out and people were starting to see it i mean the internet yeah. would not would not say anything negative about it and i think that's tough you know what i mean it's just it creates this expectation like i said i spent the entire movie going is this the scene you know what i mean is this the scene am i supposed to feel something here because i don't and then i feel bad you know what i mean i'm like oh i'm missing i'm missing the thread or i'm or i'm missing the the love of this movie and i'm gonna walk away from it you know not affected and how terrible that's going to be. But then, of course, you know what I mean? I, I had my moment. You know what I mean? I had my moment where I sat back and I was like, okay, I like this. They, they ended it very well. Yeah. And you got some chuckles out of it. A lot. I was, like I said, the every funny bit I laughed at and hard. Yeah. Like, I was, I was obnoxiously loud about it. I couldn't believe other people weren't laughing at certain bits. But whatever. It took you by surprise in that regard, like, because I, you know, unless you're with people, mm -hmm. like, in a group or something, going to see something uh, like a comedy, you know, you're kind of very self-conscious about that, I guess. And I found, my, I yeah, found myself laughing out loud uh, 
Well, I don't know. I you, you're just like you're more aware of it when you're by yourself. Sure. Like you you noticed you were laughing more than everybody That's true. else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like there are, or like there are moments where in movies that aren't supposed to be funny where you just find yourself laughing out loud, and it's not supposed to be funny or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I I hear I, I hear you, I see you. There you go. I thought Ed, I, if Ed, if you're if you're next in line, I definitely you watched a movie that I definitely want to hear you talk about. So yeah, so Death on the Nile, right? Um, oh, but oh, <laughs> I have heard that I've, movie I've too seen, much. I've right? seen most of that movie. I can tell yeah. you about it. Um, you know, I this was one of those movies that I uh, it really was just like a throw on. I saw the murder on the Orient Express. I thought it was fine. I don't think it was, you know, anything spectacular. And it came out the same year as Knives Out, which was like an original murder mystery that was actually fucking brilliant. And this one was just kind of like. I, I, I like liked, the, I liked, I liked the murder. murder. And I know you I, did. I'm just saying, like, in comparison to, say, like, Knives Out. Sure, to sure, sure. Have it, and this one kind of reaffirmed my feelings of the first one in that I didn't think this one was... And granted, I did not see this one in theaters or anything like that. I streamed it. And uh, it just uh, didn't feel very thrilling. Uh, it was... No. Uh, a little just kind of boring to be honest yes uh and this one just felt like uh this one had like a theatrical release before it ever hit streaming and i just can't figure out why it feels very much like a straight to streaming effort mm. uh like kenneth Branagh, like everybody's just kind of asleep while they're making this kind of thing sure sure um like Kenneth Branagh just did Belfast last year. He's capable of much more intimate and cinematic films, and this one just felt very uh, generic in a, a we, lot of sense. We really enjoyed the the first moon um, murder on the Orient Express. Uh, yeah, we had a great time with it. So I was when they were saying they were going to come out with a sequel for this one. I was really looking forward to it, Same. but, you, Same. but, but watching it, man, it's just one of those, like the murder, it doesn't happen until like halfway through the movie. So it's a yeah. lot of exposition and, mm -hmm. and that can be fine, you know, to subvert our expectations. The internet loves that phrase, uh, <laughs> you know, to not, to not kill them right away. And, and that's fine. But then I spent like the whole first half of that movie going like, because at first it's not clear who's going to die. Like I was like, it must be Gal Gadot. But that was kind of going through my head. Like, is this person going to die? Is this person going to die? Yeah. How are they? How is this going to happen? And then of course it ends up being Gal Gadot. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah. No, we turned it off like maybe a little over halfway, and it was just like this is the CGI also is not very great. You know what I mean? Excessive. It, looks, it looks very syrupy. Yeah. And it's just over over all the backdrops. All the backdrops yeah. are very yeah. very glossy. Every, and, and Marvel Marvel gets that hate sometimes too, but at least Marvel yeah. is pretty good about making it feel somewhat believable. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, Kenneth Branagh just did Belfast, which felt much more you know, realistic, and that was a movie that was set like in the eighties, late seventies, uh, in black and white. Um, and so this one just felt like again, it just felt like a, 
like a easy one two for everybody involved really like mm. nobody really stood out uh including kenneth Branagh, who plays hercule poirot he's supposed to be like the spun eccentric character um and yeah the mess- i liked him in the first one yeah yeah no nah, yeah, i mean nah, he was great that, that's why i was like on board for a second one because i know it is a series of books so go for it you know but like um yeah, it's just, uh, I, I can't even say I was, like, supremely disappointed, but just, like, it wasn't anything to write home about, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, Ed, that was the, not the movie I was asking about. No, <laughs> you're right. I've been hate-watching Too Hot to Handle, and <laughs> I haven't finished uh, this latest season. Uh, I, I, I've only watched the third season, because I'm not going to do that to myself. Um, but you know what? Uh, I've, I've stuck with it. and uh, But it also just reminds me of why I hate this kind of shows. And like, towards me... the end, yeah, it starts yeah. getting... Like, it has, like, these much more dramatic music drops. Uh, just people say the stupidest fucking shit to each other. Where, yeah, Like, even me, as a 32-year-old, I like, if I had ever said something... And I mean, maybe I fucking did, and maybe I was a twat. Uh... Now I can confirm I was a twat, but um, it, uh, yeah, it just makes me, uh, you know, sad for humanity sometimes. And oh, I, 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 but I, don't get me wrong, I get caught up in it. Like yeah, I'm, I'm so glad Bo and Harry work out, and they're oh. like the s- sweetest couple. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> you know, it, it's just stupid. It is stupid. It's it, it's dumb television, and uh, you know, I was. Once again, just trying to be a part of the conversation. And the and... best, the best bit about reality TV shows like this, like when it's um like competition, like love type shows, yeah, is not just the season itself, but when they come back for the reunion the, episode, the reunion episode, yeah, dude. And it doesn't matter what the show is, if there's a reunion episode, I am here for it because it, it, that's when they they all sit down together and they've all seen the show now and they've yeah. seen how yes, they all look. Yes, that's so good. And, yeah. then, and then they sit there and they go, "Well, you were an asshole. Well, I didn't know that you were doing this at the time, so actually, I take yeah. it back." Or they do something believe- stupid like, "Can I, you know, do you want to marry me?" You're like, "Oh, yes, I love." Those. And, and their interviews, like, I feel like they always they're always so confident when they do like in general like these reality shows when they do these interviews mm-hmm. outside of it, they're always so confident in what they're saying, even when they make these digs. And it's like, you do know you're going to have to face this person at the reunion right. show again. Yep. yep. And they're just Does like, Netflix... fuck this person's dumbass shit. You know, just... <laughs> Does Netflix it. do that? Uh, I, I don't know. I've not seen Too Hot to Handle, but most most trashy reality shows will do, a, will do a reunion episode. See, I did start watching this show thinking that you had watched it, hence trying to be a part of the conversation. No, so... I think probably Mike more so is watching this. <sighs> No, I'm an I'm an are you the one? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's when you are you the one. That's right. Uh, Okay, I didn't. I mean, and I have seen bits of that with you. The one that I stuck. The one that I stuck through was Fuckboy Island. Oh, Um, I loved F Boy Island. F Boy Island. Um, So this was obviously in the same vein, with a bit of a twist. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll finish out this season, but I'm not gonna. We we have to do a reality TV episode. Like I just think I could talk about I could talk about ten different reality TV shows that are just like 
the ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do it. And if not, well, you, you, you have a special night. guest too, don't you? Like, isn't there somebody you know? I want to ask Mike because yeah. Mike is always really good about watching the trashy reality TV shows that I will watch. Yeah. So he's always real quick to text me, Miguel, are you watching this one? And I'm like, no, not yet, but I'm going to jump on it. So that's well, uh, that's solid that he got you watching Too Hot to Handle too. Uh, you know, I am just being vigilant and doing my uh, research uh, <laughs> into, you know, possible topics. So, you know, it's you tough uh, because uh, we're, go- we're going into the uh, summer blockbuster season. So we're yeah. going to have like movie after movie. But if there's ever a, a lull or after the after the summer blockbuster you know season, we can do a reality show. We'll do, we'll do like January or February next year. We'll do like a reality episode so we can fill in. You know what I mean? All the junk, after all, the, all the junkie after movies all the, come out. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. If we're junk movie month, we're going to, we're going to talk about junkie shows. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And all right. That's not what I was asking you. About, so. <laughs> okay. The quick and the dead. God damn. Uh, <laughs> no. So I watched this on a whim, uh, post Dr. Strange because, uh, I was realizing I haven't really watched a whole lot of Sam Raimi movies beyond, uh, evil dead and, uh, Spider-Man. And, uh, one of the things that came up was the quick and the dead. It's a Western. It's got a great cast of, uh, actors, and I love me a good Western, though I will say most Westerns in the 90s post uh, Unforgiven in 92 uh, are just not my cup of tea Wolf. for most part. I do not like Wyatt Earp. I do not like Tombstone. You don't like Tombstone? They're... Man, Tombstone is a movie that That's was... That's an overhyped movie. Very overhyped, and I think nostalgia plays a big part of it, but that mm. is a that is a chunk like uh, it. That's a movie Yanka? that was that had half of an idea and then didn't know what to do with itself after the main uh, battle of the OK Corral. Um, I will say Val Kilmer was the best thing about it. Uh, anyway, the quick and the dead. Uh, I loved, especially coming out of Doctor Strange. Um, yeah. Have you guys seen it? I haven't no. seen it. No, I'm interested now. That you're, I that think you're it's about a it. lot of fun. Uh, apparently, Sharon Stone was a big part of the creative process for this movie. Um, she was like in the height, or maybe not height, but like prime. She was coming off heart of Basic Instinct, which had come out a couple of years earlier. Uh, this came out the same year as Casino, where she got nominated for an Oscar. She's uh, one of the producers of this film, but she. Uh, for instance, she was the one who got like uh, Leo DiCaprio uh, in the cast, and she was the one who got Russell Crowe on board. Um, she kind of pulled it all together for, and she was the one who chose Sam Raimi to direct it. Oh, really? Um, wow. So, or at least had like a big hand in it. Um, so, uh, and this movie is very Sam Raimi. It has so many cool shots. The plot is completely ludicrous. It's a little unnecessary. It's like just, but that's the point. It's very like, uh, you know, melodramatic Western style told with like a hard R rating, but in the most Sam Raimi way, like the, the violence is uh, graphic, but absurd. Uh, but everybody is having a good time with it. Um, and uh, it's a fun 
West, it's like an hour and 45 minutes, real short. Where did you uh, watch it's, it? Uh, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Sorry, uh, I'm just curious. Netflix. I watched it on my projector. Uh, that Ooh. image was wonderful. Uh, and yeah, it's like an ode to the Sergio Leone westerns, but again, very, very Sam Raimi stylized. Uh, you know, practical effects and everything. It, it looks great. The characters are a lot of fun. Um, like Gene Hackman is the villain and he's really sinking his teeth into it. And cool. uh, yeah, it's got, like I said, Russell Crowe in his like first American movie, Leo DiCaprio when he's like a young spunky kid, uh, Sharon Stone in the lead uh, and some other like no, uh, notable faces that, uh, I mean, it's just like a really good fun ensemble. So I would say if you've got just like a fun rainy afternoon, throw it on because it is a lot of fun. There's like some good laughs. It's like fun action, and uh, it does it. It never takes itself too seriously. Uh, so yeah. Oh, Gary Sinise is in it too. Um, so yeah, really fun, fun movie. I'm glad I just watched it, and it's reaffirmed my like of uh, Sam Raimi. So, The Truman Show. I finally watched it. There you it. go. There you go. <laughs> Let's hear it. It's on HBO Max. Um, I, I, hope we didn't, I, hope we, I hope it wasn't overhyped. Guys, you can never overhype a movie for me. Um, I'm, I'm the master of overhype. Because uh, <laughs> I talk out of my ass. Um, the Truman Show, I, I couldn't really tell you why I avoided it for so long. Uh, it was a movie that came to me before I really got into movies. Uh, and at a time where it was like the height of Jim Carrey, you know, post Pet Detective and uh, The Mask, all the like outrageous comedies that he did. So this, uh, I remember going to a sleepover. We started this movie and then we turned it off because it was... Oh. Hell yeah, not, not what funny. We expected. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so going into it, uh, at first, I'm like, uh, I, I get the premise, uh, and I don't think they really make an effort to, like, try and, like, disillusion you about what it's about. You know, it's about, like, a reality show about this guy uh, and his entire life. Uh, and I gotta say, like, I was over, overall very moved by it. I thought it was Solid. really good. It moves really quickly. Um, I forgot it was a Peter Weir movie, so uh, I got a lot of those notes throughout the movie. I was just like, okay, that makes sense. Uh, he He's a great director, and this is a great movie of his. I enjoyed it. I, I was surprised surprised at how much i really enjoyed it and uh, uh yeah no it was uh, it was really lovely and you know kind of tragic and uh but again told with such like it was it was clearly for this moment in time because like there are parts in there where i was just like man this is just like a severe lack in uh security like they're really dropping the ball on this. Like, the people who produced this show, the Truman Show, it's just like, you know, they're fucking, like, how did he not figure this out sooner? But mm -hmm. the point is to capture him at this transition of his life. And I was on board with that. I thought everybody played it really well. I thought Laura Linney was great. Um, and 
uh ed harris was fucking oh, incredible man. absolutely so good in it yeah. so good in it um you know uh it was there were some things like almost like 90s tropes where i was just like afraid it was going to start dragging like the whole story with the father and everything but it doesn't it doesn't like go down this like unnecessary path of oh let's catch up and or whatever it just like stuck with the story of truman getting out of this like hellhole that he's discovered that he's in and yeah the ending was so beautiful it was it was like when ed harris reaches out to him and talks to him trying to you know like a last ditch yeah. uh, attempt to just keep him there was like you could almost buy into it you know uh yeah no uh i was and yeah great cast great direction and uh one of those that i will have to add to my like regular views like it's a good movie you know, Ed, when we talked about this, one of the things, I think we were texting, one of the things I said was, it's one of my favorite movies, and you were like, I've never heard you talk about it at all. But I think you so beautifully captured, like, it is just something you get invested in, you know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things that you think shouldn't work, but it does, and it's such a, yeah. it's a story that's told with such good heart. And with Jim Carrey, also, you know, you expect one thing, but he gives you something else. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, while I can't sit here and like quote every line from the movie or anything like I can with other movies, I think I may, maybe I've only seen it like four times. Yeah. Um, but it really is just like a classic. And it's yeah. one of Jim Carrey's, I think, one of his best. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. And I know this was one of those movies prior to uh, Eternal Sunshine where he was really mm-hmm. hoping for that Oscar. And I, I, I think only Ed Harris got nominated. But uh, and rightfully so. But yeah, no, I thought he was really, really good. It's nice when he can subvert your expectations, old Jim Carrey. Uh, so you know, I didn't appreciate appreciate it at the time when this movie came out, and for whatever reason, it's taken me this long to watch it. I really couldn't say, but uh, I'm glad you guys talked me into it. And Solid. It, yeah, no, it was a. Uh, it was a nice rev- revelatory uh, experience. Would watch again. Would recommend to anybody who hadn't seen it. And uh, solid. That makes me happy. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, it makes me want to rewatch it too. Just hearing you talk about it again. Yeah, I would. I would yeah, no, I would, uh, it's been I'd a while. Yeah, it I've seen it. It's yeah. been a long time, but go it's out and watch Peter Weir. It's definitely um, like a Sunday movie genre. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. You could totally it falls watch in that the, on a Sunday afternoon. I, yeah, and I know I just watched it, so again, I might be just whatever, but like, uh, it's like you said, one of those movies kind of like in the vein of Shawshank Redemption or something, like something that you could always go back and rewatch and just enjoy it so much from beginning to end, not just for one story. moment, not, yeah, not for one moment, just for the entire thing, and it's just, it's nice, it's a, it's a nice thing, it's a good thing. <laughs> I remember in so 2008, that's... 2009 or something, I remember going to IMDb for their like the, their top 100 movies. Yeah. And it was like Shawshank Redemption was always at the top when you mentioned Shawshank yeah. Redemption. I remember seeing as a kid, I was just like, oh my God, this thing is always there. And then I remember when Dark Knight was creeping its way up to the top. I'm like, yeah, we're doing it, guys. We're making Batman into a serious movie. Like we're making it. We're trying. 
You know, and then to you think realize of, like, IMDb is bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, wonder I mean, only that about. that top hundred is just basically everybody's top hundred. Oh, mm. it's just like it's um, still, the most. It's still it's the most popular it. movie. Shawshank Redemption is still the top movie in the 250 movie. It's Shawshank, The Godfather, The Dark Natural. Knight, The Godfather Part Two, and Twelve Angry Men. Schindler's List, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Pulp Fiction, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. I can keep going. God, okay. Just go to imdb.com and check it out yourself. <laughs> yeah. I just like keep wanting to go on the list. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. These are good. These are good. These are it's good. one of those lists that I've always thought, oh, yeah, I'll go through the IMDb top whatever. But then I've seen most of them already. Most so it wouldn't them, really right? be, it wouldn't be much of a journey, you know. I'll just be rewatching movies. Some of them I don't like. So, uh, yeah. Well, cool. Uh, yeah, no, again, thank you guys for uh, giving me that extra nudge. I'm sure I would have come around to it eventually, but this was a good excuse to finally just watch it, and I'm Please. glad I did. You know what that yeah. means. You know, it's, it's my time. turn. Ed, Ed, and I, Ed and I did it. You know, we did our movies. Now it's yeah. time for me to talk about TV show. I'll have no, one wait, this time. No, wait, wait, no. no wait, what? I was saying, I was saying you have, you've never seen Saving Private Ryan, right? Oh, yeah. Get, yeah. I forgot about that. I thought that we got skirted away. I know. Okay, Saving Private Ryan. Let's see. Bop, 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 bop. It's still on Netflix. It's still on Netflix. It's still on Bro, Netflix. It. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Two hours and 49 minutes. Here we go again. Going to oh, Batman territory. It flies territory. by. It flies oh, by. I, well, it's, it's just I need yeah, to dedicate the time. Like okay, I know, but I like literally need to dedicate three hours like, of my time. I gotta uh, find sure. a time. You know what? I I think I might have time, not this week, but uh, the following week. So okay, I, I've scheduled it. And I penciled it in in two weeks' time. Yes. Saving Private Ryan. We'll On the watch, biggest you know. screen that you can summon. I probably yeah, watch it on my watch, iPad. Don't watch it. Yeah. Okay. Don't watch it on your phone. <laughs> no. I'll put it on my Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. I will uh, quit this podcast. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, it's my turn. Yeah, I will it. go and I will watch Stephen Private Ryan. I will report back. Um, it's been hyped to the max, so I'm ready to go and see, make sure I'll be like, is this the moment that I'm supposed to like it? No, Shut I'm the kidding. fuck up. <laughs> I'll go into it pretty like, you know, sl- open style. I'll get a neuralizer, flash Weeks. my face, and be like, let's go Don't into it. order a chicken sandwich Weeks. before. Let me tell you this. It doesn't matter what we say. That is such a visceral movie. It will not yeah. matter what anyone opinions what any one opinion is before you go in. You will just be in it. I know about the and opening and the scene, only way yeah. the only way out is through. Okay, yeah. okay, that's beautiful. 100%. All the way out is through. And hey, man, afterwards we'll be here to give you a hug. Okay, mm-hmm. a virtual when you finish a virtual because, hug. Yeah, you'll need it. All right, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to you guys. I'll I'll give you guys the hug emoji. You know the one with the little hands sticking out like that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's the, so the what are you watching, right? yeah, Okay, what, are you watching? Uh, what am I watching? I am watching, last week, if you're uh, an avid listener of the podcast, Miguel said that he was on Marvelous Miss Maisel Season 4. Um, I haven't watched the new season, and I said I would jump on when he jumps on. And that's what I'm in right now. So I'm watching Marvelous Maisel. Uh, I'm four episodes in. We've got four episodes left. Uh, are you done with the season, Miguel? No, because we got we got on the Degrassi train, so we're trying train, to do yeah. like... We were trying to do Degrassi and Miss Maisel, but then we kind of just uh-huh. like got lost in the sauce. Right, but, you kind of uh, get no, hyper focused into the yeah, the Degrassi. Yes, yeah, we've been binging. Yeah, it. but it's a good season so far. Yeah, no, I'm I'm halfway through. I'm in the midway point, and uh, you know, I just I have such a ball. I love this kind of stuff. I love it's like 
drinking a pop soda. You know, it's so bubbly. The scripting is just like yeah. the back and forth. I love that kind of dynamic. You know, I love, um, I'm a theater kid. Um, yeah. So like, this is the type of stuff that I kind of like chew on where it's like, um, the importance of being earnest or like Shakespeare, Moliere, like, th- like this whippy, like this quippy, witty back and forth banter where it sounds like music. Um, and yeah, the characters have really come, you know, it's been a while since I've watched the show, but I was like, oh damn, they're, ha- they have really gone through a lot and where they are now. Especially like Midge's dad, where he's working with like the the, the paper and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm really liking it. I don't really have much to say about the show except that I just really enjoy this like effervescent dialogue and you know back and forth. It's really fun. Like it's just I have a good time. I, I like uh, one uh, scene that stands out to me is when they were uh, going to the carnival and they got into the um, what's it called. Uh, the ca- uh, not the carousel, the Ferris wheel. Ferris yeah. wheel, yeah. They all got into a Ferris wheel. They all got in their own different like carousels, and there was a scene where they were just having a converse, an overlapping conversation about three different topics. And the way that they were just cutting between the conversation and having it out in the open with all these people, I thought was just like, it was just a really fun moment. You know, it was just like, oh, this is this is, I like how they're able to take that and and put it in another environment and just to see it happened in a ferris wheel was so quirky and fun so i i like how it's they're long too i forgot i jumped back in i was like oh my god Man. an hour long yeah. i don't know i thought they were like 23 minutes um and so i'm trying to trying to get them in as much as i can uh but yeah no i mean that's that's pretty much been my week you know what else have i been going on not much just that you know doing this podcast takes time so i've been spending a lot of time doing getting this thing set up but Ed, I'd be curious we are to, just shit. I'd be curious to see if you started watching because you haven't seen Miss Marvelous Miss Maisel, yeah. You know, I was just telling myself, Ed, wouldn't that be a wonderful treat for Miguel and Luis if you started watching Marvelous Miss should, Maisel without I them knowing? I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> I, uh, no, it. I'm considering. I mean, I know it is. It only got better. I thought. Yeah, I, I mean, but I've only heard good things from the start, so it's. Uh, so yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I, I, uh, maybe I'll bring it up with Sarah and see where she stands on it, and then go from there. So. You know who at first I thought I was gonna hate, but I ended up really enjoying is Alex Borstein. Um, oh yeah, uh, she. For, if you don't know Alex Borstein, she plays. She does a lot of voiceover work. And Lois so she plays Lo- from Lois Family. on Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. And so that's really what. I, and she was also on like Mad TV for a really long time. Yeah. Um. And she's really funny, but her character is so off-putting, especially in the first season. I felt like, you know, as everyone was still trying to, they were still trying to lock down who the characters were. She was yeah. a tough cookie for me, but she has only gotten better. And Luis, I don't want to spoil too much, but there, there's a, she goes to a funeral for a character. Yes, I saw that season. thing. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I don't want to give too much away, yeah. but she is really, really, really good in that yeah. in that episode, um, in a way that that character has not really performed before and uh i definitely walked away from that episode going like man i know she's won an emmy for this role already but she totally could win it again for this season well it's probably already passed now but you know she could have for that for that episode alone and (laughs) specifically tony shalhoub sells this whole show for me i love tony shalhoub him and the the, his wife their characters yeah i'm sorry actually i could go on a whole rabbit hole if i if i if i get off you know what i mean i'll be on a soapbox but 
I'm glad you're watching it because I want to finish season four and uh, we can talk about it. And and if you guys start watching it, I hope you enjoy it. All right. Yeah, I was surprised. Also, Jason Alexander popped in this day and I was like, oh, this is oh, fun yeah, because he yeah, kind yeah. of fits the, uh, you know, he had that experience mm-hmm. with Seinfeld where it's just kind of like this dialogue, musical dialogue. And so he kind of fits the world pretty nicely. And him and uh, Tony Shalhoub ha- like have some scenes together and it's just, it's really, like, it's just really fun. Like, I just like, I like, listening to the language of it all and the music and how it bounces. Um, but, Oh, uh, yeah, the daughter, the daughter from, uh, everything everywhere all at once. She's in marvelous. Miss Maisel. Yes. Uh, that's where I first shoot. saw her. Yeah. She's got a bigger seat, a bigger, uh, character this season. So good. Yeah. It's Give exciting it stuff. I had uh, no check it out. Um, you know, we've come to the sad end of the podcast. We thought it would be a shorter one. <laughs> we Oops. got you folks it's still a two hour one um, no but you know tune in to next week we're going to talk about the uh, we're going to give our rankings of which movies are going to be the top 10 blockbusters it's called our summer movie wager uh, we know there's another podcast that's doing it I loved it and I want us to do it as well it's a fun game uh, so we're going to rank uh, what we think or predict what we think uh, which movies are going to be number top 10 in the blockbuster but until then uh, I've been Luis Gonzalez, and of course we've had Miguel Sanchez. And I'm Ed Bull. And you know what's coming up next? Later, Gators. Later, Gators. Later, Gators. There it is. <laughs>